You are about to experience the corpse cast. We would advise any listener who may be ill, pregnant, or of weak constitution to reconsider listening to the show for fear of an onset of health issues related to encountering bouts of pure shock or fright. For those who wish to continue, just remember to avoid fainting. Keep repeating, it's only a podcast, only a podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 34 of the Corpse Cast. I am Mike, and we got one handsome mother effer over there. Shane Diablo, what's up, man? Hi. Hi, that's all you got for us. That's it. What about, that's all I got. You know, so, so, I mean, what if we were trying to pump up our audience? You know, what, what, how would you, how would you introduce it if you're like trying to, trying to get the crowd? Hey, going? now. There you go. There, that's, hey, everybody. That's, yeah. Thank you. That, that's, oh, man. See, now every, everybody's pumped. They're ready to hear the show. You know, we're make all, make it, make you feel good. Makes me feel, I'll tell you what, though, right now okay. it's a, it's a, it's a big gnarly week for me here in Utah. Yeah. You know. What's going on? Oh, rivalry week with the, you know, with the whole foosball, you know. Oh, yeah, the so, footsie balls. Yeah, and, but all, but all I'm saying is, I mean, I don't want to bring it up too much. You know, listen, this is a horror podcast. This isn't a sports podcast. Plus, if it was a sports podcast, I have a, I have a sneaking suspicion that I'd be doing most of the talking. I guarantee you'd be do, doing all the talking. <laughs> but anyway, no. So yeah, I'm a little bit nervous, and I haven't been. And I, and I also want to uh, go ahead and uh, say right now that if you hear an extra, uh, a few extra sniffles or me blowing my nose or stuff like that, yeah, I apologize. I've just been a little under the weather, all the stress of the week, and you know you got, the, the you holy war. And, that, yeah, you, you got know, the holy uh, war, and you got the yeah, you know the allergies and all of that. Yeah, man, and it's it's just taking its toll. Man. What are you gonna do next week if uh-huh. your team, the Bobcats, lose lose to the what? Who are they playing? The Jabberwockies. The, if the Jabberwockies, the Utah win, Jabberwockies. If the Jabberwockies win, yeah. I am going to cuddle up in a ball. Listen, me and Sam. Okay, we're we're going to go to the game. Me, you know, corpse cast Sam. Right. We're going to go to the game, and we've done a lot of stuff. Um, to make sure that, uh, we piss off, and the thing is, is the game's away. The game's at the, at the, at the Jabberwockies place. Yeah. And we've done all, basically all we can to piss everybody off now, around us. <laughs> so hopefully, I wish all, I could be a fly on the t-shirt or whatever. If things lose, because yes, you're going in regalia. Yes. And, and it's going to be gnarly. In fighting colors and all yes, that. Yes. Yes. It's like the bloods and the crips here, people. It and really you're, is. and you're hoping, you're, ho- you're really, really hoping you win. Right. But if you lose, that is a long walk of shame. It is a long walk of shame. I'll go home and, and sit in the tub with the, with the shower on, laying down and, you know, and, and weeping. Cry. Weeping. I'll be in the fetal position weeping. That's not a bad thing. It's healthy to do that. Oh, oh, really? You just lay in the tub with the <laughs> shower head on. Yeah, exactly. And you just ball. And, and that's going to happen. That's what's going to be. Listen, we have made, I don't know if you guys knew this or if, if any of you guys listened to the cadaver lab, but Sam is, has a big freaking mouth. All right. He has a big mouth and there's going to be some shit started because yeah. he's got his big mouth. He's going to go down there and 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 get you beat up. Well, I don't see that happening, but all I'm saying is is that if they lose, we're going to be sad and well, it's either that or I'm going to I'm going to have like some kind of dis- Can I expect double what? beatings before you leave? <laughs> 
Double beatings? Yes, yeah. yes. Well, there's all this pent-up energy. In Especially the, if yes. I bring it up. If I go, sorry about your bobcats. Oh, you're, uh, you're just, I'm getting, I'm don't, lashed. Because I may, I may have gone into a dissociative state where it's like, I don't remember what happened. And it's, yeah. you know, it's and so traumatic I, that I just, I bring just it up and you beat me. And all of a sudden, uh, like a, a spark will fire. And it will be over, dude. Don't. I'll have you some blue and white pancakes or something. That would be awesome. That, that would actually really, you're very, you know what, you're very. It's not all about the pancakes, it's about having the pan. <laughs> if you know what I mean. Yeah, indeed. Cause you know you're going to beat me, I'll fight back. <laughs> Julia Roberts taught us that. Good for her. In, you can, you can beat me for so long, but pretty soon I will not put up with it anymore. <laughs> oh, dude. Uh, Julia Roberts taught you that? And what? Sleeping with the enemy. Oh. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I did see that actually a long time ago. And she said, horse shit on that. Well, I just hope, listen, okay. listen, I hope everything goes as planned and everything's fine so we get to avoid all that nastiness, yes. okay? Oh, yes. You know, I don't know, man. Ugh. Believe you me, I want to avoid it more than you do. Uh, maybe, maybe. Your fists might hurt, but my face hurts. <laughs> yeah, well, that's a problem. And I have to I don't go wanna... to work and tell people, I fell on the doorknob. <laughs> You know? I tripped. I fell down some stairs. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, that happens. You know what? Yeah, okay. Let, just, just let it. Just. But breathe, let's do this. Okay? Let's, I see the fury in your eyes. Let's just put it out of our minds for tonight. Yeah. It's happening tomorrow night. Okay, so yeah. we got some time. Goose okay. we got some time. Exactly, dude. Yes. So, um, dude, I've been listening to uh, the Exorcist uh, book. Huh? Uh, what do you think of that? You, they're broken up into what's uh, like eighty-nine or something. Eighty-nine. Uh, Splits of seven or eight minutes. MP3s. Yeah. yeah, they're like seven, eight minutes. And I'm about on 32 or something. 32. Uh-huh. So where are you at at that point? Basically, uh, this is, we, we got the, the policeman going through and, you know, in, 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 uh, Reagan's starting to show some signs and whatnot. Right. You know, the scene in the movie where, uh, where, uh, Karis is running on the track and he's running yeah. and he's yeah, right, right. I'm, I'm just right past that. I'm, I'm right past so, that. Yeah. So barely. he's talked to the priest. And yeah. Can uh-huh. we slow down? And yeah. I'll tell you what, man. I mean, regardless of what anybody has to say, I am enjoying the shit out of this. It goes, it goes a lot deeper. Yeah. It's just really good stuff, man. And, and, and the only, my only, the only down, uh, the, the only problem with it is that I haven't listened to anything all week in the car except for, so I mean, I have, yeah. I mean, I'm, well, maybe this is good because at the end, when I'm done with this book, I'll have tons of podcasts that have kind of, exactly. You know, I do that too. I go in like this, you know, listen to audiobooks for a while and then I load up on, you know, right. Favorite podcasts. And whatever. so, you know, and so there you go. I mean, I'm enjoying the shit out of it, dude. I'm, I'm I mean, I, and it's like, I cannot wait. To get in the car to check it out. It's yeah, like I'm, I'm always thinking about it. So, and, so gonna, and you'll listen to like three or four uh, MP3s just on the way home tonight. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like, oh shit, absolutely. No, yeah, in, that's in, good. So you're not to the part where she's come down the stairs yet. No, like in the crab crawl. No, I haven't done okay. that yet. I haven't done All right. that yet. Yeah, but it's just fantastic. And the way he does the characters, it's like he had to have been there on set going. This is how you, that character how bad he was be. because it is so similar. I mean, just even like you were saying, the cadence of how the of how the uh, the the cop talks, Kinderman, Kinderman, yeah, uh, Karis, yeah, all absolutely. Of them. It's like even when he's the mom, 
it's like, oh my God, you're right into character. Right. It's good. It's good stuff. Yeah. And, and I'm surprised at how much of it, um, you know, sometimes in a book, when, I, when I've seen a, a movie of a book that I'm listening to or reading or whatever, you know, I'll have to kind of make that stretch and, you know, whatever. But no, this one's like fitting right there. I can see everybody that the mannerisms seem to be the same, you know, and all this stuff. So, you know, I mean, even like you listened to the Hellbound Heart the other day or whatever. And I would say, you know what I would say to that? I think that when you got the movie to go off of, there's something about that where you got the characters in your head, you know what they look like. So when you listen to an audio book and it's a good audio book, you're right. like, oh shit, I, well, it, it play, well, it almost plays like a movie in your mind. But I mean, what, I'm, t- what I'm talking about is like, for, for instance, the Hellbound Heart though. I mean, it wasn't, it didn't, it wasn't set up the same way. I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't, uh, uh, Kirsty and, you know, and all the, you know, there were, there were some, yeah. and it wasn't not, well, I can't remember Frank's brother's name. Uh, I can't remember. Anyways, the, you know, there's, you know, uh, it was, so it was a little bit different, but this one seems to be spot on, man. I mean, it's yeah, great. And, it and he, it's obvious he had a lot to do when, uh, you know, William Friedkin was there on the set and yeah, and it's whatever, just so. really good. So check that audio yeah, book out. It's awesome. And you got to get it right. Re- I, although did you know that Christopher Lee, did a version where he reads. No, I bet that's awesome too, because Christopher Lee's got one of those awesome voices. I just want to hear him doing the fuck me, fuck <laughs> me, you know, Christopher Lee doing all that stuff would do, be awesome. Do you know who the, be- the best guy, the best, uh, uh, audio book that I've ever heard was read by Tim Curry. It was, it was one of the Anne Rice. Oh, he does a freaking awesome job. I, too. I, I listened to a book by him, but I cannot remember what it was, but yeah, he's, he's pretty. It was solid. solid. He did a great job, and I was I was actually really excited. And uh, it's funny because I listened to that one, then I listened to the next Anne Rice one in the group in, or in the series, and it just wasn't even close yeah. because it wasn't read by the by the same guy. But what, I, I digress. Okay, di- I, I di- digress. Digress. This episode, we are going to be talking about a band named Psycho Charger. Their album from 2010 called Mark of the Psycho. Yes, and a movie from 1971 called Daughters of Darkness. Um, you know, I was going to mention a couple of uh, more things, uh, like our Skype Netflix night that we, that we're going to talk about, but I actually think that, uh, Lauren called in and, uh, she talked more about that in the voicemail. So I'm going to go ahead and save that. And if, and if she didn't mention any, anything there, then uh, I'll follow up and fill in the blanks. Um, also, do you have anything else before we move on? No, I'm good. Okay. All right, man. Then, uh, let's go ahead and get into some voicemails before we do. Yes. Before we do. Oh, you're gonna hit the question this time. Let's let's make sure. Look that at I, that! I remember. I'm on. Look at I, that! I'm on. I, I'm on tonight, baby. All it right. Is the, I'm focused, ready to do this. I'm I'm stoked as shit. Um, question of the episode. And remember, if you'll remember, this was uh, sent in by Jamie of Devour the podcast. Sure. Yeah. Um, and the question is, what part of a horror movie always makes you hot? Uh, regardless of no matter how many times you watch it. So there you go. Uh, let's go ahead and get into some voicemails. What do you say? Good. Our flick that got me hot. Jason goes to hell. Bye. <laughs> what? Did you, did you blink? Did you miss that one? I missed. What is well, it? Let's go ahead and listen to it again. Our flick that got me hot. Jason goes to hell. Bye. <laughs> that was it. That was Alan. I, I still didn't. Okay, okay we'll play it. Like, we'll, do you have a slow version? Does it hot? Oh, oh. Jason goes to hell. Let, let, me see, let me see if I can get it. Our Jason goes to hell. 
<laughs> so, what did he say that first bit? Though? All right, he said, horror film that gets me hot, Jason goes to hell. That okay. was it. Jason goes to hell. I'm trying to think about Jason goes to hell. I know. Yeah. What gets and what hot? kind of hot? There, there was that hot uh, FBI lady in the very first scene. Uh-huh. Man, and there's the... Uh, and there's the time that he's driving in the uh, in the uh, um, car, and he's picked up those hitchhikers that are going camping. And there's that one girl that hits on him, and he's like, you know, whatever. Yeah. And then you, oh, and then there's that one whole sex scene in the whole. Here's the thing: Alan called in a couple times, and uh, apparently he got GP'd like within a couple of seconds. So oh, he so. was like, "Listen, well, he's Mister In and Out, and yeah. you know, to start with, sure. But I mean, this was like super In and Out. He was but pissed. With Jason that. goes to hell. So yeah, exactly." So I assume I assume uh, that's what he meant, but uh, I, I don't know. Maybe he can call back next week and uh, if he has more uh, luck with the bone phone <laughs> and uh, and, you know, and uh, yeah, it's fickle. Explain it a little bit more. Yeah, but uh, whatever. Jason goes to hell. That's as, that's as good as anything. Corey called in. Mike Shane, it's Corey here. I uh, just wanted to drop a comment uh, just concerning the music. Um, thank you, thank you, thank you that you've redeemed yourselves Mike. by talking about the damned. Um, after yes. the season, you talked about uh, birthday massacre. Uh, to me, not a wow, fan. Huh? Um, I just didn't get it. I wasn't into it. And I know you guys said that there are going to be people out there that either really, really dig it or really, really don't like it at all. And I just yeah. fall into that camp of people. That happens. That didn't like it at all. Uh, I just, I don't know. I'm you don't thinking, like these fast like, zombies well, either. Maybe what? twenty-seven years ago, this would have been cool, um, but. I just, I don't know what the appeal of this music is. I just didn't get it. I didn't want to listen to it. And, and in fact, I had made that decision like five seconds in to, to the Mike's uh, minute, minute that was not a really minute. a minute uh, of, <laughs> of their music. I'm just like, this is not cool. Um, and I was hoping it would get better, but it didn't. It, it was just kind of all the same kind of the weirdness. I don't know. <laughs> but uh, anyhow, that is not a judgment on you guys by any means, of course. Uh, you're of course. wonderful, wonderful human beings. And uh, I really enjoy the show, you know. That. Sweet, man. So, uh, but the damned, oh yeah, man. I, uh, I just love, love all these real. Can I pause it? Can I pause I it? I love quick? it more and more every time. You, oh yeah. Okay. Well, listen, I like, I like the birthday massacre. It's good, you know. And he, and he, he's an artist, though, you know. So, so, in, in, in you know, how I was yes, talking about, it's great, it's great everything. coding music for me because I can turn it on. It just kind of creates that wall of noise, sure. and it, it doesn't demand me to listen to it like you know a lot, you know, some yeah. some music does, but. I've been listening to The Damned. You know how last week I was like, you know, I listened to this other album from The Damned and I liked it a little bit more. Right, right. Whoa. We got one of the hounds of Diablo. One, one of the, one of the hounds from hell are, uh, freaking out a little bit. In fact, I didn't know. Oh, pardon me. Did I just burp? Oh. Yeah, you did, you pig. The class of this show just went down. I apologize, folks. Uh, but what I'm saying is I've been listening to The Damned, some of their later albums even more, and yeah. I like them, man. I mean, yeah. I hate to admit it, but I like it even more to that first uh, just hardcore punk type of deal. You know, I, whatever. I've got, got a heart for it. It's personal it's taste. So, so does it. Corey. So yeah, shut sure. up. All right. Sorry. Sorry. I'm sorry. Here, here, let, let's continue. Original punk bands. Uh, you know, uh, Shane is really cool. You're bringing up, you know, Susie and the Banshees, Sex Pistols, um, just... Uh, fantastic lot of bands coming out at this Generation time. Generation X. And, nope. uh, Mike, it was really cool that your observation about Nirvana and how this influenced Nirvana's sound and their songwriting. Um, and actually, there are probably like a hundred bands out there that you could say directly influenced Nirvana. Totally. Uh-huh. Um, because, you know, if you've read interviews with Kurt and you've listened to him talk about his music and stuff, he 
he made it very clear that he thought that he was anything but original. Uh, he he, was, he could cite bands himself that he was ripping off. He's like, <laughs> oh yeah, we're totally ripping off the Melvins. We're totally ripping off Flipper, Scratch Acid, the Meat Puppets. Flipper, like, yeah. that whole band. Yeah, and really? actually, I think um, well, he had the Meat Puppets on that Nirvana, MTV thing. At, at one yeah. point, he wanted to call them the ripoffs because that's all he felt he was doing, just ripping <laughs> off riffs. And um, yeah, there's a. There's actually a song out there. I can't remember the uh, the name of the band now, and I can't can't go look it up. And it's right off the top of my head. I just thought of it. But um, there's a song called the '80s, and it's by I can't remember what what band did it, but it's a, it's another punk band. And uh, the riff is "Come as You Are." It's total total "Come as You Are." And there are a lot of songs out there, man, by a lot of bands that you can say, uh, "Wait a minute." This is a Nirvana song. That that riff worked its way into a Nirvana song. So yeah, yeah. Not taking away anything from Nirvana. I love that band. Nirvana changed my life. Sure oh, it did. Man, 1991. It screwed everything Boy. up. Yeah, historic, historic time. But uh, yeah, so I love Nirvana. I, lo- I love all that. And uh, so yeah, whatever. But a great pick this week. Not so great last week, but that's okay. <laughs> it I happens. Love you guys. That's okay. It happens. I, uh, Corey, love the show, Midnight Corey gives so, us a, that's okay. This is your friend yeah. Corey. Signing out. I love you. Electricchairshow.com. Yeah. I freaking love Corey, man. I do. See what you need is an electric chair. <laughs> Ooh. Well, yeah, you just got to sit down in an electric chair. <laughs> that nice I've heard the promo. Little intro promo. On a couple of podcasts. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty damn good. You, oh, I've got an electric chair. You know what's funny is I keep thinking, man, What maybe, you need is an electric chair. You know, Johnny made us that promo. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we, we haven't used it yet. Uh, well, we haven't really passed it out yet, but then I keep thinking to myself, man, we pretty much pimp shows that we like anyway. Sure. It happens. So there you go. Electrochairshow.com. We love it. Oh, yeah. Uh, so. Midnight Corey, he is my midnight dream. Dude, let me. <laughs> He's your midnight. <laughs> Thank you. He is your midnight rider. Thank you. Midnight Corey. So uh, speaking of awesome in. podcasts that we like, uh, Darian called in. The D. Hey, what do you think? called in, in a while. Bro? Nope. <laughs> hey, it's Darian from the Pettigrew Podcast. Hey, I'm going to kick it old school on you guys this week because I Sweet. haven't talked to you in a while. Yeah, uh, no Your question of the week for last week was visually striking movies that weren't that great. Yes. Dude, check out the show called After from 2007. What? It's a movie about uh, urban explorers and they get lost in the uh, abandoned subway tunnels of Moscow. Oh, interesting. Uh, it's shot pretty well. It's... Um, Kind of cinema verite style, as, uh-huh. but the camera is never really acknowledged, so you can't really call it cinema verite. Cheaper. But um, the show itself <laughs> kind of sucks. There's a twist at the end. You're going to spot it in the first five minutes. Oh, great. It's not very well written. But the tunnel sequences and the way it's shot, and uh, there's a hot chick involved. Ooh. And, um, yeah, it's, it's it looks great, but the movie itself kind of lags. Uh, now on to this week's question. What scenes in horror films make me hot? Ooh. And there's a lot of them. But uh, the first one that came to mind is from The Collector. Now, that's another oh, yeah. shitty movie. That's yeah, a whole that, other it's okay. set of problems right there. It's okay. Um, but yeah. there's a sequence that goes on where the hot teenage daughter brings her boyfriend right. inside during a rainstorm. Oh, yeah. And they start making out <laughs> and taking each other's clothes off. And... Uh, Bella Lugosi's dead is playing in the background. Ooh. And the killer's watching them. All the pieces the are falling into the pieces. The killer. And, uh, yeah, it's pretty fucking hot. That chick is screaming hot. 
if I remember right, I think she's wearing a Catholic schoolgirl outfit, oh! too, which makes it even better. Yes, absolutely. So, uh, yeah, there it is. The collector for uh, making Darian hot and uh, <laughs> the collector. For That's what he's going with. The collector. Darian, it's so good, good to hear from you again, man. It's been a long time, man. It's been a long time since I had destined. It's been a while. It's been a while. Well, yeah, what is that? What was that? It's been Stained. Oh, yeah, I hate stuff. Okay, what a. I'll tell you what, dude, Darian, man, I miss you. I miss you. I miss your love and touch. I miss the whole, um, padded room. Apparently some st- fun stuff has been going on with the padded room itself, but, uh, I just want to say I miss your love and touch, brother. Yeah. You know, thanks for calling in, man. Don't be a stranger. Yeah, ass. no shit. No shit, dude. Uh, let's see, uh, Dave from uh, Devour the Podcast called in. I th- oh, you know, I, I bet you he's really Hello, nice. Mike to and me. Shane of Corpsecast. This is David from Devour the Podcast. Hello, David. Um, was well, just listening to episode thirty-three. Very good show so far. Thank you very I'm, much. So far, three. We ruin it yet, later. And it better be good, goddamn it, because I fucking love that movie. And I'll fucking come <laughs> to Salt Lake City. I'll kill you both. <laughs> I'm kidding, of course. I'm kidding. We'd like for you, Mike. To Mike. Mike. Oh, oh, oh dear. Mikey boy. Oh dear. Uh, oh dear. All right. So first off, I'm not going to bust your balls about busting my balls subtly. I know what you were doing. Oh, it's about okay. the exorcist? I, I fucking deserve it, because, you know, I have an unpopular opinion about that, so that's fine. However, for the love of God, Mike, do some research. What? Absinthe does not contain wormwood anymore. It's actually no. a poison, and that's no, uh, no, 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 pause, 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 okay. pause, pause. I don't know. You are all about wormwood. Did, by the way, did I did I say that like I knew what I was talking about? Well, no. I mean, you said I. I thought you said. I think. I don't. It I don't remember. And like, like I said on the Facebook, just like tree bark or. Yeah, I, I have no. I have no idea about anything. And the only, in fact, the only things I know about it, I looked at it briefly on the wiki. So whatever he's about to waste me with, um, I'm okay with because I don't know shit about absence. And, and I will you be know the what? first to admit that. No harm, no foul, because I'm not going to hold it against you that you don't know anything about absinthe. Listen, that's all I'm going to say. Every every time I think of the of absinthe, I think of the gin and torturers because of that guy at work who wanted me to drink absinthe and go see the gin and torturers. And taste your own semen. No, that's a whole oh. different deal. Yeah. Well, okay. <laughs> well, well, maybe one day we'll share the story of Taste's own semen on the podcast. But, but that would have been hot, though, right? Holy. Go drink some absinthe, taste, taste my our own semen. <laughs> Play with each other naked. It's fine. Oh, all right. Uh, Dave, let the wasting commence. It was banned in the U.S. for so long because that's poison. So it's no longer made with wormwood. You can get it here in the States. But it used to be. I've had it. It tastes like fucking black licorice. It's disgusting. Ooh, I don't, it tastes you good. I love black licorice. I like it. Yeah, shit yeah, is gross. Close to black so you don't really want to drink it. Why do goth kids drink it? I honestly don't know. I hang out with goth kids, and even I don't know why they fucking drink the shit. Is it just because it's cool? It's just their uh, thing? Yeah. Don't know. I don't know. It's fucking gross. I swear to God, this shit tastes like black licorice, and it's green. I like black and licorice. It's, it's fucking nasty as hell. Um, then again, goth kids also smoke clove cigarettes, and those oh, fucking taste kind of shitty. Actually, no, those actually taste pretty good. I'm not thinking about it. Well, they smell good. The point. Goth kids are weird. Weed smells good like weird in the shit, bag. Man. I can't explain it. When they I, burn, I can't. I wish like I could. I wish Jesus. I could explain why goth kids do things. No, there's but no. But I can't. I can tell you that goth kids can't dance, and that watching goth kids <laughs> dance to goth music is the funniest shit you will ever Especially see if in your if life. They're high, oh, oh, if they're my drinking God. a lot of absinthe. I got dragged to a goth club with my girlfriend one time. Oh my God. Funniest shit I've ever seen is a bunch of white kids. Trying Super to white. dance to goth music. It is music 
for people who can't dance, it is the most amazing thing you've ever Dude, seen. Dude, I can't Basically, dance. What I'm I saying it, is so it's fucking hysterical, and if you ever get a chance them. to watch goth kids dance, you will laugh your balls off. Well, if they're doing it right, so, yeah. they're against Good the review walls. Of the damned, I'm not sure. crazy. I was, I was listening to that the minute of music that wasn't <laughs> my crying and going. I was like, bleh. This is not what I was expecting. Because I've heard some of their goth stuff. Yeah, I like it. I liked it. that. I, didn't I like really, it. I'm I with you. No, they start out as like super straightforward punk. Um, nah, I'm not big on punk as it is. Uh, you know, I'm, I hate to metal, say it, but I'm not either. Electronic. I, I, punk is fine for well, what it is, but I'm more into horror punk, and oh, even then I'm really selective about it. Um, Mike, your statement about whether or not goth music has enough testosterone in it, do you really need that much testosterone in your music? I mean, really. I'm a tough guy. You like birthday maskers, so shut the hell up. Well, no, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> it would be kind of creepy if that music had, a lot, if that had more that's testosterone That's what I'm saying. You're right. No, you're um, absolutely right. If you're looking for goth music to check out, I would say Sisters of Mercy... Yep. Yeah. Uh, I'm not big on Bauhaus particularly, but that's because I sat in a goth club for four hours listening to basically nothing but Bauhaus. So if I ever hear another Bauhaus song, I can, can I ask you something? It's a slow burn. Can I ask you something right now? What? All right. Whenever I'm, I've been around, because I have a few friends and stuff like that, and I don't see them too much. Anymore. In fact, I haven't seen them in, in a couple of years. But whenever I see them, they, they sit there in the coffee shop, right? Yeah. And they and they smoke their clove cigarettes or you know whatever yeah. you know it's not always clove but every once in a while they'll pull out the cloves but they always have like these cool like glasses on like I'm wearing right yeah, now yeah you're wearing glasses no well, you know not as cool as yours but yeah mine are pretty cool but all I'm saying is is I I mean that is some I'm not trying to insult them or whatever but they they are definitely a subculture that has its traditions shall we say. Sure. It's, it's traditions, and their traditions are that's how rich. You get some, that's how you get some nanners and taters. Okay. And that- you go, when you're a young kid like that, you right. go to the goth club. We sure. used to have one called Confetti. Confetti's right up on 20, 21st South and what, 11th East? You know exactly I know, where it's well, at. I went there a lot of time. In fact, I met a lot of girls there, baby. See? And that's what I'm talking about. You go there to kind of mingle and go, Oh, you like, uh, you know, ministry, old ministry. You oh, like, no, 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 uh, no, no, no. The you news, like yeah. the cure. You like, uh, you know, Bauhaus. Sure. You like, you know, you're depressed like me. I'm saying, what I'm saying about the dance floor of a goth club uh-huh. is uh-huh. to be uh-huh. real, it cannot have people on it because <laughs> it, they all have to be lined up next to each other, like in, like the gymnasium. Being, being too cool and like not caring about what's going on. Like, well, I'm just saying, in the gymnasium, you know, lined up against the walls in like a in gymnasium style, on the floor and crying, <laughs> <laughs> and then you sit next to your significant sure, other. Sure, sure. There is no dance style. Hey, the guy Buffalo Bill, yes, from Silence of the Lambs, with uh, by horses. That is the dance style. If you're not tucking your penis in balls, then I wonder how many goth clubs did that. Good. <laughs> it's like, oh, this I can dance to this. Everybody one. stripped and hid their balls at that point. But just, oh, fuck me. <laughs> Probably oh, gouge up my eyes. No, I fine. do like Ball Lagos Who's Dead though, because it's a good fucking track. Yeah, I'm big on Sisters of Mercy. Uh, trying to think what else I have on my iPod that's gothy. Uh, mostly just I, I kind of branched out into like the more electronic goth stuff. But there's a bunch of different stuff, and of course, you know, there's newer, newer goth stuff you can check out. And yeah, uh, but yeah, if you want to look for goth stuff, I'd say uh, Killing Joke is good. Oh yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. love Killing Joke. You know, I only got into one album mercy. of theirs. Was um, I like their you already like Typo Negative, so you're, you? you're good there. But you know, why do goth kids love? You know, why are goth kids so you know? 
Goth Kid? No. Millennium by Killjoy. Exactly. You're Kill right dealing with this way to the world. Pandemonium is the album. I'm being facetious, of course. Of course. Anyway, keep up the good work, boys, and for the love of God, Mike, do some fucking research. No, nope, I will not. does not cause hallucinations. I, it just I don't know. I'll let, it's it's just let us you have our, you, you know. You hallucinogenics, go do acid. Just let us believe what we'd like to. Just get really drunk and have a headache. I swear to God, really. It's available in the U.S. Not that good. Anyway. Well, I'm not kidding. I'm not kidding. Have you had... Okay. Dave, have you had the Amsterdam? Well, because... He can say it doesn't cause hallucinogenic dreams, but has he had... But here, but here's the thing. Has he had it? Apparently, the real stuff that you can't find in the U.S. was made with wormwood. At least Wiki says it so. Okay, wow. that and that's and that. Listen, Wiki is uh, basically the Bible, in my opinion. So there you go. Yeah. Whatever. What? Whatever. Okay. I, I mean, I don't know. I, 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 I'm trying. I try to impress Dave, but it just never works. You I know? know. Well, you got to do more research, though. <laughs> apparently, I, I will not disagree with him on that. <laughs> apparently, I do. So, so that's cool. Work on that. Okay. Work on you. Work on more research, and I'll do. We'll it. just. I'll do you know. No, I, I just like to talk out of my ass. I think people who listen to the show for 34 episodes are used to me talking out of my ass. Oh. And so that's how it goes. You yeah. Know? So just, you well, go, just, just try. <laughs> All right. You All don't right. have to do, but I, just I'm going to make a concerted effort to do it. Okay. okay. All right. All right. Mike and Jake. Jake the snake. Jake the snake, yeah. <laughs> oh, and I'm just so freaking happy right now. Oh, good. Oh. Why, you may ask. Why? Oh, because. Why? Fall is officially beginning. Oh, dude, I uh, love it. I yes, love it. Yes, yes. Probably one of my favorite seasons of the year. Leaves and the Best time of Halloween the year. and the coolness of the chicks why. and their giant First sweaters all, that make the their tits hot look huge. And shit weather is going away. I hate hot as shit. Oh, yeah. Probably one of the hottest fucking summers I've ever lived I through. I like to take my shirt off. Makes me appreciate mm. not. Having to pay for my AC. I know I'm one of the lucky few. I lift the lawnmower, too. Uh, and uh, about time to bring out the hoodie. Woo-hoo! I I like the hoodie. the shorts and flip-flops. It hides my gut a little bit. I feel feel a little more... I feel less insecure with the hoodie around my gut. Football season. The football season. Oh, yeah. You brought it up. Green Bay Packers. My Iowa Hawkeyes are starting off very shitty. Iowa Hawkeyes? I almost I don't, I don't hate Jake like, the Snake, but Iowa Hawkeye, that's the guy oh, from MASH. Play the Packers tonight. Mm, 49ers made the Packers look beatable at Lambeau Field. Watch out for Chicago this year. Chicago and got killed. We still got refrigerator Perry. Is in the season. Okay, okay. okay. We're, gonna, we're gonna stop. Remember how refrigerator Perry? Let's talk about the Bears for a minute. Those eighty-five Bears. Stop Bears. Do you know who their quarterback was? One of my all-time McMahon. greatest heroes, Jim McMahon. Jim McMahon. Yeah. Guess where Jim McMahon Perry? Guess where Jim McMahon went to college? Brigham Young University. Indeed. Oh, aren't you pleased? Uh, I, Jim McMahon is one of my greatest heroes of all time. You know, because because he played for BYU. Do you sleep so good at night going, oh, my God. Listen, all I'm saying is he... If all I've got is Jim McMahon going to BYU. <laughs> yes, exactly. Isn't life splendid? <laughs> Between him and Steve Young and winning all those Super Bowls, I can sleep at night. Thank you very much for bringing up the Bears. I love Jim McMahon. Let's move on. 
coming up very shortly. Uh huh. By the way, I want to mention one last thing. Oh my God, dude! <laughs> you know how we have uh uh what you know what? Oh my gosh, I can't remember. It's probably because all these uh all these beverages that we're having. But um, what what you know the the you know we have the the Washington, the Lincoln, you know that the big thing built the monument. The, yeah, okay. no, 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 the mountain, the mountain. Rushmore, Mount Rushmore. You know who should be the the another guy on there? McMahon, Jim McMahon. Oh, I love Jim McMahon really? so gosh dang much, dude. I can't even tell you. My vote is Christopher Hitchens, but I digress. He's okay. He's okay. Maybe we'll make a like a kind of a Lincoln Memorial for him next to it. No, no not next to it at all. No, oh. not even close. But we need McMahon's face on that bald, bald. Bald McMahon, not like I used to have hair in the eighties. McMahon, no, yeah, not not uh, Super Bowl Shuffle McMahon from the eighties, but right I like now, refrigerator parent. Do you know? Do you know he went up to Roy High? He went to Roy High here in in uh, Utah, in in uh, Davis County. He went to Roy High. Man. He he is an American hero, oh, Jim McMahon. My heavens, yeah, let me tell you, I love you, Jake. When people, I love you, Jake. thirty years old, they say, <laughs> you know what? It's just another day. It's a good day, but it's just another day. Well, I say Today no, was a good no, day. no, 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 no. I want to get drunk on my birthday. What? I don't Happy care birthday, if I'm son. reaching Happy middle birthday, age, baby boy. And I, I just <laughs> do not care. Mike, I'm. Little side note. I'm. You may have gotten this already, but you realize. You said Return of the Living Dead series from 1933. I said what? You said Return of the Living Dead 3 in 1933. That was 1993, dude. I don't know. Yeah, whatever. And first of all, why fall is one of the best seasons ever. Freaking Halloween. Oh, dude, yeah. Totally, I mean... Uh, I tell you what, I better start watching some non-horror movies. Why? Like really quick because why soon? All Sleeping with the enemy is horror. <laughs> Julia Roberts. That's and all I watch you around, brother. Better start get working on my costume too for Halloween. I'm going oh, yes. to Leatherface this year. Ooh, oh, Leatherface! Yeah, I just watched the remake okay. of uh, TCM so, uh, today. Before I ramble on too long, what is the question of the episode? Uh yes, the. A horror movie scene that gets you hot. Ooh. Mm, let's see. Well, first thing that came to me, like, really, anything that Linnea Quigley was in. in oh, dude, the 80s that's part of mine, brother. 90s. That's part of mine. Oh, man. <laughs> and the naughty things I would have done to that woman <laughs> had I been, like, well, the age I was right now. Back if then. you weren't six years old. <laughs> but for another answer, I have to say, I love Jacob. In the uh, tent scene in Jason Goes to Hell. No shit! I just love Jason Goes That's to Hell. That's too, I mean, Alan I know and him. a lot of people's no way. the series. <laughs> and, you know, I don't think it's the best movie of the series. I mean, but that tent scene's hot as shit, movie. brother. Yeah, it's not very good at all. But no love for Kevin Bacon getting bones. He was in no one, dude. God no, damn ridiculous. Yeah, that was a hot. Body. Kevin I mean, Bacon. Whole two level of ridiculous. <laughs> here, in, here in Utah, Troll Two is like Jason in the corner. We hold it in the body holy. has to strip that cop nude, tie him up, and put him next to a fireplace. 
<laughs> the only thing that scene was missing was freaking Marvin Gaye music. I mean, you're trying to tell us something there, Jason. So but, you know, that scene, that's that scene that gets me hot. Like I said, it's a freaking tense scene. And the yeah, tense scene in the uncut version, mind you, I mean, any goddamn that girl is so Jewish hot. And, well... No, Not Jewish people are definitely cut. It also dude. leads oh. into probably one of the coolest fucking films of yeah. a movie. First time I ever watched that movie so with a, a friend, you know, we were just yes. like so amazed by this really hot chick awesome. riding this dude and getting close to her climax. And then suddenly, coroner <laughs> Jason grabbed that, oh, what was it? Like a I think spear. sort of pole or something. Jammed it right through her and just splits her in half. See? I mean, goddamn. He's jerking right now. So, yeah, He's one of the hardest things leading to one of the coolest kill scenes of the movie. juggling the balls. Oh, yeah, baby. <laughs> All right, I'm rambling on too long. You're cool. Bye-bye. All right, man. Dude, that's two for Jason Goes to Hell. No shit, huh? I can't believe that. Wow. No, I'm good with that. That is totally cool. Because I, you know, I'll tell you what, I mean, I don't know, I, I guess I kind of took it a little bit different, but let's go ahead and just, and I'll wait to share mine, of course. Yeah, of But course. let's go ahead and uh, the progenitor of this question called in Jamie from Devour. Oh, she's flecking the bean right now. Hi, guys, it's Jamie from Devour. Hi, Jamie. I'm sure you recognize that by now as soon as you hear the hi, guys. Um... Okay, well, would you believe I almost missed calling in on my very what own question? But Sorry. Um, the question, of course, was horror movie scenes that get you hot. Some of these are going to be a given. Some of these. A couple these? of them. How many she have? People might think are kind of strange, but you know what can you say? Um. Uh, first of all, like I've already mentioned. Uh, the my example was the garden scene in Bram Stoker's Dracula, oh, yeah, that where Dracula that was is, shows up erotic, as dude, for sure. uh, a werewolf and uh, seduces Lucy. I deposit right there too. Masturbatable, sure, absolutely. But because you know he takes her up and he grabs her butt and her butt's off the ground. And what am I? T- yeah, am I being disgusting right now? I apologize right now. But Bram Stoker's Dracula. My girlfriend, Monica Bellucci, was in that, and that is one of my hot scenes. But it's not the one that I have for later on. Okay. I just wanted to mention that. I, I honestly, that scene is so hot to me oh. that I, um, and I'm a werewolf gal, you know that anyway, but... Um, Werewolves, you know. I can't even, <laughs> I can't finish the movie at that point, like... Well, she I always finishes. have to stop the movie there for, you know, the movie. a few minutes. Um, then uh, the next one is, uh, speaking of werewolves, um, the werewolf transformation scene in Trick or Treat. Uh, no. It's sort of a combination oh. of yeah. hot chicks ripping their skin off. And, um, and the uh, Marilyn Manson version of Sweet Dreams, which I just think is as sexy shit. as hell. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, next, uh, the... Re- the scene in Reanimator where oh, wow. um, Barbara's Barbara Crampton, Crampton is getting head from the head. Whoa, um, whoa! I don't at all think he's you know he doesn't turn me on. Yeah, weird. But I mean, she's just really hot. She's so hot. I think she's that so scene is hot. just 
Uh, See, you know. flicking the bean right there. Um, <laughs> that pause Another like, one yeah, is uh, dog on soldiers. Down, yeah. And to be fair, there really dog isn't soldiers. a scene there. That whole movie just gets me hot because you've got a bunch of uh, a bunch of soldier soldiers running around and uh, they're sure that's very manly. You know, I don't know. They're badass and Spoon especially love him. Um, <laughs> okay, now the last two. <laughs> Well, I'm looking forward to uh, One of them is The Entity, and that probably won't seem strange. Oh, she hit my one of mine. Uh, really? Um, the Jamie Entity, even Perhaps. though it's violent, uh, and she's actually you know, being harmed, <laughs> when you take that shit, into you know, your own little head, if it were a fantasy, it would be good. then it's not bad at all. And then <laughs> that's when, you know, the, the uh, invisible threat right. turns oh, more okay. into an invisible secret lover and then taking so her to pleasure imagine, town <laughs> imagine the ghost hands on you whoa needing you what um, whoa you get the idea pardon me uh, i just <laughs> that movie just does it for me um she and the last example that i'm going to give i honestly have a ton more but uh, I didn't want to take up your entire show, and I'm sure people don't care to hear every single oh, example care, that I right. have of what gets me hot. So, um, <laughs> well, oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. There are two more. One is Cemetery Man, oh, and um, there's a scene dude. where he's oh my gosh. Uh, he's having oh, sex bonnie. on the grave with the widow of oh, the yeah. old man that Absolute. has just died. That is, and oh. he's wearing a. Uh, a crucifix or oh, if, I'm yeah, not sure if it's right. a crucifix or a cross I don't remember but uh, as he's you know uh, over her it sort of grazes her breast a little bit <laughs> and her chest Ooh. and uh, that area? just drives me nuts <laughs> um, I in general have a thing about priests so like Gabriel Byrne and, and the devil which is really interesting because I think that you know, when they have Lucifer in movies it's like really sexy because they usually Byrne cast him as like a badass and then when in end of uh, days? You know, there's just I have this priest thing like um, Nathan Fillion in Dracula 2000 oh yeah Gabriel yeah. Byrne in End of Days in Stigmata Ooh, and oh, Gabriel right. Byrne is actually a twofer because he plays the devil in End of Days yeah, and right. that's just that is a really hot scene where he comes walking out of the cool, bathroom awesome the restaurant grabs the woman and just kisses her and um, very sexy okay I had more than two <laughs> this is going to be it I swear okay. unless I think of something else but okay, the, okay. Um, and this one has actually been in, uh, this is so this is probably pretty disturbing but it's actually been um, working like on me it. since I was a kid and that is in the beginning of the howling when she goes into the yep, shop. She, and dude, she nailed two. Really? And uh, you know he slips the money in the machine, and they're she watching the two porn. And it's a rape scene, like a rape porn. Nice. But there's something about the way the girl moans, and just like the forcefulness of it all. And I mean, you know, it's not uncommon for women to have rape fantasies. It's all you know, it's all about control. No way. Um. So that's not uncommon or not common at all, but I have just always Janet thought Jackson. that that was incredibly Control. hot and um, gets me every time. <laughs> so uh, there is that. Um, and wow, you've so opened I our eyes today. Got some really good answers for this. I'm anxious to hear what everyone <laughs> has to say. And I also want to tell you, <laughs> thank you so much uh, for 
your response to my response last week flicking because the um, I mean you know the comment she that you made during my message last week because I have gotten <laughs> so much feedback what? from t- people telling me how much uh, beam. <laughs> what kind of visuals that you put in their mind while you were talking about that <laughs> flicking the beam. <laughs> um, I did have a guy tell me that he wants to pour pepper all over my body and sneeze all over me. So, um, you know, uh, do with that what you will. But I, I guess that's it. Okay, well, um, I will talk to you guys later. Love you both. Can't wait to have you on Devour. Um, don't be a stranger, and I'll talk to you soon. Bye. Pepper and sneezy, and that is hot as shit. Yeah. Oh my god! Flecking the bean. <laughs> oh, dude, dude! Anything that brings up any Janet Jackson tune is awesome. Can we get some? Black, can we get some Black Cat from you? Oh, I don't know that one. A black cat's gonna burn in a man in a little man in a black little man 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 bitch yeah all right Lauren Lauren called in here she is hi Megan Sheen it's Lauren um I really enjoyed episode thirty three um I come from DC which is the home of straight edge punk so the damned is more along the lines of that type of sonic like lineage or right, how right. absolutely punk here our concept of punk sounds sure um and i'm kind of treading lightly with that <laughs> um because definitely pop punk isn't so much a, a part of the scene over here um and return of the dead three i was really psyched that you did because mindy clark kicked so much ass in it and she was and her character was amazeballs and um, the guy character was was kind of sublimated, which is pretty much true to Shakespeare's Romeo and Juliet, where Romeo is pretty much. I'm not going to slag on Romeo, but sure. let's just say I'm just going to stop right there and be like, "Yay, Return of the Living Dead 3. <laughs> and um, and Mindy Clark kicks some ass. I love um, the Mindy. And guess I will. Um, I am going to, um, when Mike releases this episode, I am going to post the invitation for the premiere Corpse Castian Skype Netflix movie watching party. Corpse Castration. Uh, so <laughs> if you're not a member of the Facebook group, that's where the invite's going up. And yeah. um, since it's the first, we're going to cap it, um, the number of people participating. So it's so far it's Mike, Shane, me, and... Your favorite baby Skeletor, um, Metal, Metal Mikey. Mikey from the Action Attraction ah, podcast. Awesome. awesome. And um, Sins from Creepy Kitsch may nice. or may not she's, she'd be phoning in. She's a maybe. And uh, the movie we will be watching is Severance, which is a 2006 horror comedy that has... I've seen it before. I don't know that Mike and Shane had. Um, I like it. It's, it's actually show. really funny. And it's... Balls. It's really gory to the point of like torture porn, and the characters are so likable that you're you're actually sad when they when they get um, mutilated and and stuff. And there's boobies. I wanted to make there, sure uh, what? Um, I pandered to the male audience. Thank so there's you. Some, Thank there's you some very much. In it. And um, I don't know. It's a it's a really enjoyable film. Nice. So you can. Um, 
It's available streaming on Netflix, but it's also available via disc. So you can just obtain it via your method of choice and Skype in and hear Mike and Shane. um, October 6th. Yep. You know, talk about it live. Talk about and it. And so you don't have to wait to hear if they give Severance a um, rent by her bone saw. <laughs> it's not a don't bother because, you know, obviously if it was a don't bother, we probably wouldn't, we wouldn't chosen bother it. Right. If it's a don't bother, using it for you just lost your Skype job. Netflix movie watching party. <laughs> so October 6th, and yes. it'll be right after Mike and Shane finish JK recording. R- recording. And, um, yeah, so... Like Shane said, it's the robots. Um, the robots are going to make this possible yes. to like <laughs> join world. people literally across the nation. Nice. Um, International. So global. it's going to be like low balls. You'll watch the movie on your on your box with dancing pictures in it. It has the little people that dance in it. The <laughs> television. And then you can talk through the robot machine on the yes. Skype. So. She I'm makes really so excited. much sense to me. That's how it works. Um, so far, there's more dudes than ladies. So, <laughs> ladies. Slopo, Jamie, Faith, if you're out there. Um, Zoe, I mean, Zombie Girl. Um, Brit. Sins. Hope you guys can participate too. It'll be and, fun. Um, of course, there'll be plenty of dudes. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm excited to do this. and um, It'll be awesome. It'll be fun. So yeah, if you like rib sandwiches, tenderness, she is the head lady. Tours, she is. She is. Chicks that can be somewhat She's verbally abusive. Join in on the uh, Corpse Castian um, Severance Skype Netflix movie watching party. And uh, I'm looking forward to episode 34, guys. Well, thank you very much. See ya. All right. So for those, of, if anybody missed that, basically it's October 6th. Yes. It's going to be 10 o'clock Eastern Time, 7 o'clock Pacific, 8 o'clock Mountain Standard Time, the uh, only time that matters. Yeah. Maybe it's standard. Maybe it's still daylight savings. I don't know. But be there. October 6th, people. Yeah, it's going to be a good time. We get on. We So let me explain this to the layman, the okay. tard, like okay. me. Okay. So you get on the Internet, you get on the Skype, and you get on the Netflix streaming, and you watch the movie with us. While we're on Skype, all talking to each Absolutely. other while we watch the movie. It seems like you got the basic, um, the basic uh, idea I there. Feel like I've got it. <laughs> um, also, um, just so you know, the it, the invite's going to go up on the Facebook group, and since we don't want to get, I don't, I don't know how much Skype can handle. So I think what we're going to do is try ten people max for the first time. So basically, get in there, and Lauren's going to handle all this, but. Uh, just let us know if you're going to be there or not and, uh, yeah. sign up and uh, get your spot. There you go. Are we going to do like a soiree with the 10 people right off the gate? Like sure. kind of a, Hey, all right, guys, we're going to, you know, I don't know. Kind well, of a question and answer. Or, uh, hey, how, <laughs> do you think anybody gives a shit about anything we could answer? Well, I'm not saying about us. I'm <laughs> oh. just saying about kind of some chitter chat. Sure. Oh, absolutely. Like, okay. And then. She'll hit a cowbell or something. And we'll all start the movie right at the same time. We start it, and then we just sit there, listen, uh, yeah, I watch. Think, I think that's how it's going to work. I think that's how it's got to work. Awesome. So, there you that go. That sounds great. Awesome. Uh, Levi called in. Levi! He hasn't called in a while. Hey, Mike and Shane. It's Levi. I uh, just wanted to call in about your question of the week last week. 
uh, about movies with stunning visuals that uh, has disappointed otherwise. And uh, yeah, I would say Alien Resurrection. I really like the way that movie looks. Uh, the director of that That's a good film, one. Mm -hmm. uh, Pitoff, I think he made a Delicatessen and City of the Lost Children and Amelie. He's made some good movies, but man, the that was mix David of Fincher, I I that script um, with uh, you know, which is weird because one of the writers of Joss Whedon, I don't blame him for it. Oh, never mind, David but, Fincher. Uh, yeah, that script with his visuals just didn't mix. I mean, it looked fantastic, but otherwise, that movie just does absolutely nothing <laughs> for me. Um, I love Alien Three. I wouldn't count that one. And oh, that's Alien David Resurrection Fincher. was definitely disappointing. Uh, as far as anything else, man, I tried to think of some other stuff, but maybe even just visually stunning movies don't hang on into my mind unless, you know, it's got a really good story with it. So struggle to think of anything else. But talk to you later. He called back. Oh. Hey, Mike and Shane, it's Levi again. Sorry, I uh, was just thinking. I really want to hear what you guys say about Bad Biology. I haven't seen it yet. Oh, yeah, that's on the, the list. last minute or so of it on YouTube, <laughs> and I could not believe the ending of that movie. Yeah, that's a Frank, it's the same Frank guy who did Frankenhooker. I love yeah, yeah. Brain Damage, and I love Basket, Basket Case. Case. So, you know, to hear what you two would say about Bad Biology, considering how much you talk about junk, um, yeah, oh, man, yeah. it would be epic. Oh, so yeah, it's yeah, on the list. Oh, yeah, it's on the move list. it up the list. <laughs> Even if you got to bypass like 40 movies to do it, man. I don't know where it's at now, it. but maybe we Talk will. And that was it. He just, uh, he was in and out. He was... Hey! Pulled an Allen on that one. He's always on the Facebook uh, chatting with yeah, me and sure. whatnot. But Absolutely. He's, he's, it's been a while since he called in. Bad biology, I'll tell you what, man. I mean, that's something that we're going to wait to talk about till we do the movie, but maybe it does need to get uh, bumped up a bit. Listen, it's funny you're because... You're the bumper. I'll tell you what, the... Uh, the list of uh, of uh, movies that we do is kind of like a quote-unquote to-watch list for Mike. Yeah. And so there you go. I mean, maybe, listen, if, if people want it, if you guys have any suggestions, if you have something that uh, is on the list but you want to bump it up, let us know. I'll bump up bi Bad Biology. Look at that. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm accommodating, right? Yeah, you are. <laughs> uh, all right, Metal Mikey called in. Metal Mike Shane. Metal Mike, Metal Mike, and I've got a really old question of the week to answer to because I just caught up with the Lizzie Borden and oh, Frankenhooker yeah. episode. Yes, I have a really excellent question about creating your Metal own Mikey. super crack Frankenvixen oh, yeah? based off horror oh, icons. Yes. And I've got myself a humdinger, a real <laughs> sweetie of a gal. If you catch my drift, so let's go over what parts I would pick. Number one. I would get the head of Edward Fennick. Oh, that's, that's there's what no I denying it. She is absolutely she is gorgeous. So gorgeous. She's got those big brown eyes, that long so black hot. hair. Oh, man, the fun I'd have with that. She would say eat just some two, spaghetti. Linda Blair's butt. Now, Ooh. this wasn't so much brought up in attention she's to me a, from Savage Street because I've yet to see that. Savage but Street, but after caught, yeah. catching a viewing of Roller Boogie, I cannot Roller help but notice that she <laughs> is definitely not suffering from flat-ass itis. No. Number three. Lena Romay's chest slash. No freaking out. Jean Rollins. Favorite Jeff Franco lady. stuff from the early oh, 2000s. Oh, is it just Franco? I don't recommend I anybody does because those things are fucking slogs and are just boring as shit. <laughs> but that did prove to me something. Lena Romay had a nice chest and booby area Nobody's back in her younger days you. in the 70s. And guess what? She that didn't died. change too much when she was still around in the early 2000s. 
But, you know, R.I.P. Lena, even though your acting kind of really sucked in those movies. Number four, <laughs> Linnea Quigley's legs. I'm not exactly sure. sure why I chose Linnea Quigley's legs. you got to add her. Specifically, I guess I just have that flashback to that scene in Return of the Living Dead where they show her dancing on the grave. You get to the behind oh, yeah. view of her butt cheeks and legs, and I thought, damn, those legs are really nice and silky and smooth looking in that film. So I guess that'd be my other option. And number five, it would have to be Christy Swanson's hands. Why her hands? Well, I'm sure Mike will remember this from the old days of the It Came From The Pace of Podcast. Remember, Christy Swanson, she has man hands. I can imagine she has some really magic fingers with those little hands. So that is my super crack based Frankenstein. I'm going to have to check out Frankenhooker. It's been a long time since I've watched the film. And, uh, God damn it, up until that point, I was actually thinking of checking out some Lizzie Borden. And guess what? Visualize is now going to be ordered up by me. Again, reminding you, little Mikey. So you take it easy. You see the cutie. You adorable little Mike. (laughs) And, oh, that oh-so-smothering, sexing machine. Shady I'll talk to you all later. Bye. That is too much, dude. You turned him on Lizzie, dude. Dude, Lizzie Borden is the shit, bro. Did That's I just hot. say bro? That's yes. hot. You call me bro. I call you Broham. Bro, Broham. It's awesome. Uh, Brian Totruck called in. Oh God. <laughs> Hello, gentlemen. <laughs> Hello. Today finds you well. Indeed. Yeah. Hey, uh, you know, it's been a couple of weeks. I like to tease you, get you excited, you know, get you thinking, "Where the fuck is the guy?" And then drop one on you. Like a but, double uh, deuce. Yeah, I really didn't have much to comment on last week anyway. Um, this past episode, though, I have a lot to comment on. Um, oh, God. First off, The Damned. Yes. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah. So he likes them. The There's no denying he has good taste and good music. Sure. Biggest fucking boner. It's <laughs> just my shit, you know? Um. Honestly, my opinion, the damned should have been much, much bigger than they were. Um, however, mid-70s, uh, there's a lot of shit going on in punk rock and uh, music in general. But Britain. the biggest thing, I think, was that little fucking of shit. Malcolm McLaren. That cocksucker had a way of making fucking publicity for his band yeah. that just worked and you know if you wanted to be successful at being a fucking dickweed punk band get beyond with, with malcolm at least in england is that fucker i don't know man that guy just interesting cat altogether. sex just shop and all 90 day really? PMI, he was running shit I going hey i i get you guys you listen to it fucking lazy to pick a physical book up and read the son of a bitch. It's hard. But hey, who knows? Maybe maybe I'll read it for you. I'll do it. Uh, I'll do ninety days of EMI recorded for you, and then you can listen to me reading ninety days of the EMI. <laughs> you. <laughs> that sounds awesome. But that kind of explained a lot of it, and uh, and what had happened there. You know, I mean, uh, in my opinion, the damned were a far better band. They proved it with their longevity, obviously. The fucking pistols were, what, a three-year flash in the pan? Yeah. And here it is, 30-some years later, and you're still getting 
There's no doubt about it. Sex Pistols. I mean, that's the British punk scene. They may not have been as big, but they were definitely better. They lasted a damn sight longer. Great to hear yet another cheese ball zombie movie reviewed because I love shitty zombie movies. What was it? I have a fucking pile of them. Well, that one just got bumped a little higher. Oh, Return of the Living Dead. Man, I spaced out what we've been doing. (laughs) Sounds like a good one. It's a good one, definitely. Love story moments in it and shit. In River Man. Return of the Living Dead series is, is one of those that I think you should have. If you're a zombie movie guy, any of those movies. If Absolutely. All of them should be on your shelf. <clears throat> oh, wow. Damn. <laughs> you okay anyway, there, brother? Back to what I was saying. What the fuck was I saying? Fuck, did I have a point? Is it going somewhere with this? No, you don't. <laughs> huh. Okay, maybe I already made that point. So I'll just carry on to uh question of the episode, and that is uh, what scenes from what movies get you there? Sexualized. Get you there. That was good. <laughs> um, man, there's a lot of them, you know. Because the wind blows and I get stiff. But I would have to (laughs) say, as far as just like an overall movie, they're the queen of the damned. There are so many scenes. Oh, dude! Nice! Everyone's calling your beans out? You think you're smart? I haven't done in a minute. You're not! Put that on and see if it still works. Oh, I love that movie. <laughs> Aaliyah was hot. Can yeah, I pause it? You gotta pause that's, it. That's the first one that came to mind. It's funny because this movie goes into the question for the next episode. Oh. But thank you very much, Brian. You brought me up. I love Aaliyah. I love that other chick that was in Firestarter she was too hot. and nothing else, but whatever. Here she here we're gonna Oh, and Lena Olin. And Lena Olin was in that movie, and she is part of my what makes me hot. But we'll move on. That's got to be the, you know, and it's not any particular scene in the movie, although there are a few that are just fucking awesome. I'm Episcopalian! But, uh, yeah, that's that's it for that one, man. You Fuck think you're smart? Great flick. You're not. It seems to me. Yes, we're going to have to get together. Shit, yeah, buddy. to get that, uh, that old familiar feeling of needing to drink heavily in the presence of... My Creator and accept next Wednesday. Ooh, really? No doubt. And, you know, I'm it's down. It's going to be that season. I, it's that time of year that I really like to turn loose. Seriously, again. this coming up Wednesday? Um, wow. Okay. Mike, need my mask. It's coming up on Halloween. His scarecrow mask. I hope I still have it. It's a good mask. I don't think I have it anymore, actually. I'm sure it's going to be something really fucked up. I need to get that from you. Shit. Jane, I'm sorry to hear about your travails with the uh, police and their invasion into your Rocket! activities. Yeah, um, it's a bummer. There's no reason for it. If the persons who are responsible for trying to bring Whitey down, that's what they try to do. <laughs> need to be dealt with. Let me know. Kill Whitey. Fucking handle. What? You know. I'm on the fence, People dude. People in the neighborhood start calling bastards. cops all the time and shit. What's the best way to deal with them? <laughs> Exterminate them like rodents. Burn their fucking house down. Give them no place to go back to. You know, if I have Sammy Kerr, Thank I can figure some shit out to do with them. Cops. <laughs> Assholes. 
anyway. Love you, big sexy motherfuckers. <laughs> uh, hope to see you real the soon. Tow truck. The Love tow talking to you. Rock. Love hearing from you on the show. I drive the two feet, bitches. Quite like a lift and hug. Oh, well, you'll there's get it. Quite like the deep satisfaction of grabbing Shane's sweet, sweet booty. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's about all I have to say. You should think about that. And, uh, <laughs> when I offer I'm it, call it at that. Sweet man. Unless, of course, I think of something else, which I probably won't because, God, I'm just not thinking that fucking straight. <laughs> oh, yeah, unusual, huh? He's on the Twitter now. Talk to you oh, later, is he? Fellas. Oh, yeah. We're, I'm following him on the Twitter, B Tow Truck. Yeah, at B Tow Truck. Hit that's, him up, baby. That's tow Truck. That's, Get him some that's friends. fun times. Get right some friends. Does he? Is he? Well, he's starting now, right? I mean, yeah, he's just going. Well, he's not really a, you know, social networking kind of guy. Sure. At B Tow Truck. Hit him up. Yeah. Hit him up. Uh, let's see. We have a couple more voicemails. We have Aaron. Uh, so why don't we go ahead and uh, listen to this one? Yeah. Okay. Hey, Mike and Shane, it's Aaron. Aaron. Listen okay. to the episode 34, what specific horror movie like scenes make people hot? For me, it's Night of the Living Dead, Barbara, from that movie, Judith O'Day. Oh, dear. Because uh, people say she's full of shit or she's basically catatonic for 70% of the movie. But I like that because she knew her place and she kept her mouth shut. None of that, I'm a strong, independent woman bullshit that you have to slap out of them. So. Uh, and actually, I was listening to the commentary on, on Night of Living Dead with Mike Nelson from Mystery Science Theater, oh, yeah. and he uh, shared some of the my sentiments. I think we have a clip, so let's hear that. <laughs> Only a woman could wreck a car that wasn't even running. Someone actually did smash into the car, and there was no way they could hide the damage. I don't know how the damage occurred, but you know we can be pretty sure it was a woman. So even he, he's with me, so... Come on, that's just something you don't see nowadays. Women nowadays are nothing like that. Like, that's just old world class right there. You see, women can't take a punch nowadays. <laughs> and uh, oh in Evil goodness. Dead 2, Dude. Bruce Campbell. So many categories are not. There's a montage of him building his <laughs> cool. chainsaw arm, and he takes his shotgun and saws off the barrel. He spins the shotgun around. He says, groovy. That's so badass. I'm switching teams. <laughs> also a serious one this is a real fucking answer uh -huh. not to say that uh, I wouldn't smack Judith O'Day around but uh, <laughs> there's a Canadian movie called Pin and there's oh, a yeah. lady in that who has sex with an anatomically correct male mannequin no way so I have that's that made her hot because come on if she's into dummies and mannequins maybe she won't run at the sight of a real doll that's wearing Jamie Lee Curtis's costume from Halloween 1978, so <laughs> that bitch is a keeper. Mike, last episode you talked about the song Glycerine, and you were Glycerine. in a band. Oh, bar stool. Man, that sounds awesome. Yeah, man. I've got to move to Salt Lake. All I got On to the barstool, jamming the songs. And she'll let me cut off her limbs and cart her around in a radio flyer wagon? That's a keeper. <laughs> yeah. And last episode, Mike, uh... You could be my dad anytime. I already Sweet. said that. Sweet. But that's part of the deal is Sweet. you and Shane have to both be my dads. It's an even trade. I <laughs> want be both hot of you guys. Shit. It's like Wear that flannel 80s, shirts and have beers and TV shit. Show. Yes. Two dads. Yep. Spew wisdom dads. at me. <laughs> if you want my mom, you can have her. I know it's not my place to judge, but <laughs> if you're into women who look like Larry Drake from Dr. Giggles, maybe with a wig on, then hey, that's that's your thing. That's what you're into. I'm I don't even know what that. that is. Larry How Drake. How dare you drag her into this? Dr. Because... <laughs> Riggles, you get butthurt every time Shane mentions your wife's first name. <laughs> he can't mention your wife's first name, but you can talk about a mammy. You stick it in her fucking 
dirt box? That's nasty. You son of a bitch. Ember. If you wanted, you'd have to fight my dad. I'm pretty sure. I love you and everything, but I'm pretty sure his beard would win. Oh, that's awesome. You're going to leave her out of this. Uh, otherwise, next voicemail, all that's bets your, are off. I'm going to start making yeah. jokes yeah, yeah, yeah. about You're your wife. You're mother, we'll not see. me. Sure. Let's hope it doesn't come to that. Oh, oh it's just hot. As for the Frankenhooker question last episode, Wolfman, um, why would I give her arms and legs? She doesn't get to leave. That's, that's why I created her. The second you give her a head, Amen. she's going to start talking, and then she's going to start thinking. Oh, you don't have want to kill that. her at that point. Yeah, the you lyrics got, you got a world of shit right Pretty there. much sum up my Frankenhooker situation. <laughs> she's so got a head. She's going to start figuring how the hell do like I the get dog you are. Your naked body all covered with scars. Oh out of the closet for an hour or two for a urine bath and a sadistic screw. Ooh, I hope that was classy enough, that's Mike. I hope you don't fucking... That's going to lay right into the uh, psychotry challenge. Good good. stuff coming. Because this guy is the best bromance of podcasting. Bromance, baby. Say goodnight, Uncle Mike. Goodnight, Uncle Shane. But I'm running on no sleep, so this is the best moist meal to get. (laughs) Get some good sleep, (laughs) (laughs) Oh, dude, Larry Drake is hot as shit if he were a woman, dude. You know who Larry Drake is? You remember L.A. Law, the handicapped guy in L.A.? That's Larry Drake. Yeah, dude. He was Dr. Giggles. He's talking about his mother saying that? No, no, no. He's saying that his mother looks like that guy. Yeah. Larry Drake with a wig on? <laughs> dude. Your mother. That's your mother. That's too much, dude. One of my all-time best <laughs> friends ever, uh-huh. old-timer, uh-huh. Uh-huh. I used to tell him that, you remember the cartoon, The Hobbit? Of course I, I do. like, yeah, Bilbo Baggins. And my breath? Death. That That's your mom, dude. It looks just like Smog? that. Smog? No. Or like Bilbo. Bilbo. Himself. Oh, Bilbo. I do Bilbo. Yeah. In the, in the cartoon. I had to stop doing that because that was really offending to him. But it's like, you, but your mom does <laughs> look like, like Bilbo. Bilbo. Were her feet hairy? Because that would have been a little bit hot. I don't know. Okay. I never got that far. I only got in the bra <laughs> oh, with her. Oh, you know? <laughs> So I don't know. Oh, uh, we better finish oh, this off. But <laughs> oh, hold on a second. I need to get some oxygen. <laughs> I only got in the bra. I got it undone, though. But it was one of those big triple strappers. From well, back, you know, you big know. ladies got to have those triple clack, strappers. Clack, clack, sure. It's like, Jesus Christ, what do I got to go like, through? It's like, uh, squeeze a nipple it's like playing Jenga with a freaking, yeah. you know, whatever. All right. Uh, Chris called in Jesus and Slaves. Here he is. Mike and Shane, you sexy motherfuckers. It's the uh, Morrissey of Utah. Jesus and slaves, Morrissey of Utah. There he Calling is. Calling from my bone phone to yours. Call me Touch him. I want to see. I get this feeling, this image in my head whenever I call through the bone phone that <laughs> you're like uh, sword fighting. Sure. There's two cocks. Yes. And three hands. What? And they're all, they're just fucking going at it. <laughs> To a White Lion song, and I put that one in Wait. for you, Mike. Wait. Sure. How you, how you motherfuckers in? I call it sexy scenes, if I got it right. Yes. Scenes in horror movies yes. that are sexy. I'm going to say original Hellraiser. Ooh. When the dude's all wrapped up, she wraps him up in gauze, and then yeah. they fucking get it on. Ooh. Zombie style. That's that's some hot shit right there. Ooh, wow, okay. That, that's my scene. Okay, wow. You and, forget uh, other than that, I gotta say, Mister Canadia, with the touch of the downs, I love that guy. I He's love funny and fucking shit nails. <laughs> and Lauren, I gotta give a that. shout. I gotta say thank you. When I was listening to the birthday massacre, I was thinking, who, 
is this band. I had a cassette of theirs oh, back really? in the day. Old sounded school. like them, and then the Lush. That's it. Now I'm not gonna go. I don't have a working cassette player, so I'm gonna have to go download that and give it a listen. That's <laughs> good stuff. That's your wall of sound. Yeah, that's, that's good some stuff. good shit. Yep. Yeah. But either way, uh, you guys have an awesome time tonight doing your little podcast, diddling each other, fucking each other's little overgrown beans. I like Shane's uh, clitoris. We will. Overgrown beans. Absolutely. Barely overgrown, though. I got two big balls and a clit on top, and I'm just like, (laughs) I don't know what to do with this. I'm freaking out. I squeeze the balls (laughs) and rub the top. I don't know. (laughs) insane over here. All right, dude. So um, do you mind if I go first with the question of the episode? Yes, go. Okay, the question of the episode, what part of a horror movie always makes you hot no matter how many times you watch it? But first thing, the first thing that came to my mind is when uh, uh, in uh, Night of the Demons, uh-huh. With the original, when Linnea Quigley runs around with, you know, bringing up her skirt, you see the Furberg and all that stuff. But I think that's the big more. Big giant Furbergs that you like. Well, you know, it was, it was actually middle, middle of the road Furberg. It wasn't 70s Furberg, but right. it was, you know, it was middle of the road. Okay. But I thought to myself, you know what? That's what a young man likes. You know, that's, that's too exploitative to make me hot. I am more refined than that now. Yeah, sure. I am more classy, shall we say. Yeah. The I no- see that. Have you ever heard of a movie called The Ninth Gate? I have heard of it, and a I need to make, and I need to bring you a copy of that. You bring I'm it up sorry. always and always, <laughs> and I've heard it a thousand. Cadaver okay, Lab, I'm sorry. I love I Cadaver love Indies. My favorite. Everywhere. Ninth Gate, your favorite movie. I have not favorite seen movie it. of all time. You're gonna have to. I, I'm gonna make it. Shit, I should please make that. pleasure me. I'll flick my bean I right sh- now. Whoa. Oh, pleasure um, me. Wow. Uh, okay, so um, I'm going to say my one of my favorite hot moments is that uh, there's a, uh, a young lady named Lena Olin, and uh, who plays uh, a Saint Martin, you okay. know, type of of lady in the in the Ninth Gate, and she is kind of she's probably in her forties, you know, yeah. but she's very hot. She is hot as mother effing she it. Really? Okay. Oh, dude, she's so hot. There's one scene where she's smoking her clove cigarette. You oh. know, back to the whole goth thing. I don't yeah. know if it's clove, but I assume it is. It's it's not the normal it kind. It takes of. you to the place you need to be. Exactly. Um, she's smoking it, and uh, as as uh, Corso Johnny Depp comes over and is talking to her, and and I can't remember the exactly. JD? Oh yeah, dude. Okay. Oh, so keep going. So anyway, so basically he's talking to her. And he's, and I can't remember exactly what it is because I haven't watched it in a few months, but I've only seen it 500 times. But she pulls up her skirt to oh, show yeah. that she doesn't have a handgun in her stockings. And when I say stockings, I mean underwear and like those, I don't know what you call it when you have like the, those little things that clip onto the yeah. pantyhose and stuff. And she pulls up her dress and you see that and you see That's her panties. Hot. Oh my gosh. Right then and there, I lose it, dude. Yeah. Lena Olin is probably one of the hottest women that ever walked the earth. And there she is with that scene with, with, uh, uh, Johnny. Oh, dude. With Corso or Johnny Depp. Yeah. And she's look, I see that and I'm like, Oh my gosh. This is class. I'm this looking at money. you and you're enjoying the hell out I'm, of cause I'm, me about I'm it. I'm picturing this right now. I gotta make this for, I, I gotta make, I, I, I gotta let you borrow the DVD and whatnot. Yeah. You but keep that, saying that over that, and over. I know. I gotta do it's it. It's the greatest fucking movie. It is, it is the greatest effing movie. But 
that that scene number one every time I watch it it just hits me the the the, the hair goes up on the back of my neck and the, I get the goose and the, pimples and the, and the blood like, goes oh in the in the, in the penis absolutely that is my number one that's your number one and what's your other favorites there's so many I mean there there are seriously so many dude. But I mean, I mean, there are a lot of ones, but most of them are exploitative. Most of them are, hey, look at my titties, right. stuff like that. But that one, as far as class and in and whatever, that's the one that makes me hot. Sexy. Right oh, dude, absolutely. Dude, mine are. Well, Jamie called me out on two of them. Okay. The the howling, oh, the geez. scene she talked about yes. in the in the peekaboo thing in the in the in the first scene and whatnot. Yeah, hot. That is hot. That's hot, dude. Dude, the entity. Oh, really? That is as disturbing as it is. It is hot as shit. I totally agree with you. Because it is a demon coming in going, there's no getting away from this. I still want to know how they did that. with. And I'm not even a fan of Barbara Hershey. Oh, really? She had a nice body in that movie. Sure. But But it's like, it's the demon coming in going, yeah. You're in trouble. <laughs> and the boobs squeeze and everything. It's like, oh, man. And, mm-hmm. dude, I'm going, uh, dude, Is the it? bed scene, it's not even technically a okay. sex scene. Right. Well, it doesn't need to be. But Megan Fox. Really? And in Jennifer's body. No when way. she climbs okay. on the bed with her All right. and okay. she's demonist. She's like, <laughs> what? And they start kissing and shit. I'm mm-hmm. like. Hard, <laughs> hard as a rock, solid as a rock. <laughs> you know the, the the rest of that movie. It's like, yeah, she's hot, hot, hot. But that bed scene with the friend. What's her sure. name? Uh, uh, Siegfried or Seyfried? Seyfried. Right. Amanda. Yeah. Yep. When she's when Megan Fox is on that bed and like pulling her in, like, come on, don't be so weird. Sure. And so, okay. And they start kissing and shit. It's like, oh my god, that is hot as hell. Oh, that's a good one, dude. I haven't. I need. Apparently, I need to revisit that because between you and then on uh, Rotten Rantings talking about that movie, I need to revisit that. It's hot, dude. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna revisit that. I'm gonna revisit that movie, Jennifer's Body, and then uh, we'll go from there. I guess you know. Whatever. Let's just let's go from there. <laughs> all right sounds good all right the question for the next episode okay okay um this week okay you know i i get home i want to work on some fun stuff you know have a lot of you know things to do you know and sometimes sure. i throw on a movie in the background well i throw on queen of the dam to have something on well how do you do sure absolutely um, I couldn't, you know, the problem is whenever I turn that movie on, I start watching it and I'm like, oh shit, and I never get done what I wanted to get done. Right. However, I know that people don't like that movie. I know in the horror genre, that is a movie that is, they look down on that movie, okay? They look really? down on it. Yes, they do. Have you seen it? Yeah, I've seen it. Okay, yeah. they look Leia down on it. It's silly. It's just silly, okay? The question of the episode is what movie do you love that is commonly known in the horror community as crap? Something that spoke to you, but doesn't seem to have spoken to anybody else, you know, or oh, the majority of, of people, you know, kind of, I guess, I guess it's your, uh, guilty pleasure or whatnot. Yeah, there you good. go. There you go. So that's for next week. Um, but other than that, I guess, uh, we got a lot to talk about, man. Yeah. Psycho charge. Psycho charge. We got the trivia challenge. Oh, man. Do you want your, do you want your, uh, uh, hint? your hint? Let's hear the hint. It's called the dating game. What? Psycho version. Or 
shall I say, psychos charged. <laughs> I, I want to mention one thing that you that you reminded me of. Uh, speaking of the Holy War this week, I just want to yes. mention that Ted Bundy, <laughs> Ted Bundy, uh, uh, went to the U. Okay, yeah. went to the University of Utah. Yeah, okay, just just so they know. I just want people to know who to go for in the Holy Tell War. Tell me you wouldn't get in his car. He's like, dude, come on. Uh, I don't want a BYU. He's wearing a Bobcat jersey. Sure. He's like, dude, you need a ride home. Maybe I would. I'm not get saying in. I wouldn't. But maybe I would. It's but like, why don't you have a seat in the car? I'm just saying, well, that's just don't worry about mo- that. Just most get of the in. people who went to the U, besides myself, because I actually did go to the U. Yeah. But most people are psychos like that, like Ted Bundy. Okay, I just want to mention that. So as we're going, as as we're watching the game tomorrow night on ESPN two, everybody. Okay, yeah. people who went to the U are just like Ted Bundy. All right, he's so, worked into a frenzy. I am, I, and I'm totally stoked. But we'll go ahead and play one minute that's not really a minute of Psycho Charger, Mark of the Psycho, and we'll be right back to chat about it. Take it! Oh, 
Psychocharger.com is where you can find this band. This album is called Mark of the Psycho. There's 15 tracks. Did you happen to get the uh, runtime? I did, indeed. The runtime was 54 minutes and 23 seconds for those that's, 15 tracks. That sounds about right. Of course it's it It's a does. good, solid rock and roll album. Absolutely, dude. You know, 15 tracks, 45, 55 minutes. Mm-hmm. That's pretty good. Absolutely. New York City's bloodiest band and the bastard sons of the king. Not the King Diamond, not King James. Are you talking about the king, king of rock and roll, King James? Like, like the guy who not did the King Bible. Henry, <laughs> the third. Okay. I'm saying, all right, all right, the king of rock and roll, who is Elvis Presley himself. Yes, indeed. Psycho Charger deliver a blend of ultra horrific death march through the <laughs> rock and roll graveyard. This band has a genre all its own. Did oh, you know yeah. that? I did not know that. Is that what it says on their site? Horror, raw, kill, Billy. No, I did not know that. I didn't know that was a genre till now. Influenced by industrial, surf, punk, psychobilly. Let's talk about the members of this band. Okay. D.W. Now, bear in mind on this when I say this. D.W. Friend on the drums. Okay. Greg Jaw on bass, Jimmy Psycho, guitar, vocal, drum programming, samples, keys, everything. Okay. Jimmy Psycho is the man. Sure. That takes care of Bidnett. <laughs> Wait a second. How many out of that 30 pack do we have left? Uh, six. No way. Five, okay. Okay. Just five. make it. Just, just wondering know where we're at in it's the hot. show. Okay. It's awesome. hot. It's hot. All right. <laughs> Jimmy Psycho, dude. I mean, we were having a little discussion on the group about one-man guys. Okay. And Jimmy Psycho, for all intensive purposes. Intents and purposes? He is the man of this band. Okay. He writes awesome. all the music. Okay. He does the vocal. Uh-huh. He does the guitar. Okay. He does the drum sampling. Because you agree there is a lot of drum sampling. A lot drum, of it. Yeah. A lot of it. In fact, it actually touches on the uh, maybe even a little bit industrial uh, as far as that stuff is going. Here's where I'm at with this band. Dude. Okay. Are okay. you ready for this? Sure. Okay. I want you to picture, have you ever heard of a band called Deadbolt? No. Okay. They're kind of a surfy sunglasses leather jackets wearing boom okay sure i want you to picture that bad deadbolt okay close your eyes i'm closing i'm closing deadbolt and 90s ministry sure like jesus built my heart rod yeah stuff psalm 69 sure right wait wait wait. let's talk about that what what were the hot songs from that jesus built my heart rod um, uh, New World I, Order. Yeah, New World Order. And then there's a couple other that were that were smattered, in, you know, in and yeah. out of that one. But okay. you got that, that was feel, the right? You that was got the that shit. feel though. Without you got that. that grindy voice. You've got that. It's not. It's not the old school ministry, but it's the like every day is Halloween. No, yeah, it's not. Yeah, that. exactly. Not that. So you've got Deadbolt in a room okay. with a big giant bed. Okay. And ministry <laughs> is there too. Al and they're all naked. And they're gonna lay on each other naked. Hold, hold on, let's stop right there. Let's give that Al a moment. Jorgensen, yeah. Let's give that a moment of silence. Okay. I've got a Woody. So you got Deadbolt, 
naked. Okay. okay. You've got Out. ministry naked. Okay. You've got Lux Interior Ooh. running around the room naked going, Because <laughs> crazy. He's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> and you've got the entire cast of House of a Thousand Corpses watching no in the background. Wait, because, you know, that is what I, that's what I latched on to in the beginning. The House of a Thousand Corpses soundtrack. Yeah. Absolutely. That is what this band is. That's if you need a visual for this sure. band, that's what it is. That's um, perfect, dude. What'd you think? All right. So do you mind if I just kind of run down some uh, some notes that I wrote down? This do is it. the first time I ever heard of, even heard of this band. Yeah. Um, you know, you go to their website, you look at their album covers, you look at their photos, and I'm, and I'm not including the one where in their tidy whities okay? I'm, I'm going to pretend I never saw that Blood one. Bloodshot Kill Rock. Yeah, you got okay. a video, too, where they're out in the snow. <laughs> Blood oh, on them in their underpants. Yeah. Blood. Shock. Kill. Hell. I don't, uh, yeah, okay, so I don't really like looking at dudes in their tidy whities but other than that. Liar. Um, right. Okay, so you see photos, or, you know, you look at their merch, it's obvious that these guys are committed to horror genre. Sure. And not yeah. only horror, they kind of mix in a little, like you said, a little bit of the surf, a little bit of the the the, the industrial, you know, just, I mean, mostly is kind of a, of something that is not the, I mean, you're going to listen to this and you're not going to think, man, this is ministry because they use that sparingly. You know, they do, it's, it's part of it, but it, it, to me, it didn't really seem like they were going for the whole, uh, industrial sound, but no, it looks no, like they were all. kind of rednecky, kind of horror stuff. Yeah. And like you said, man, this would, in my opinion, you know, you, you remember the, the house of a thousand corpses, uh, a soundtrack. You know, in my bed. These guys are. Tailor made for a, and I'm not even going to say a horror movie sure. soundtrack, but they I'm are. saying a good horror movie soundtrack. When I listen to these guys, I picture myself driving down a lonely de western desert road. You got me, baby. And hearing yeah. this horror stuff and all this stuff going on. Perfect, uh, perfect. Uh, scene for the House of a Thousand Corpses. I mean, these guys aren't flashy. In fact, most of their songs are pretty simple. Yeah. You know, they're, they're, they're pretty simple. They're very raw, man. Um, you, you know, you got the, the lead singer who's growling voice. He's belting out horror lyrics, horror tinged lyrics, man. Yeah. I mean, you got. Bloodshot Kill Rock is all titles of horror movies. Well, not in that, but not just that, but the thing is, I mean, they got a song that are calling out to, uh, to uh, other horror movies, you know, they name a bunch of ones that apparently I, I assume they like. You got songs about zombie moonshiners. You yeah. got song. Of, you got tunes about murder. It's punky. It's got some psychobilly in it. It's even got some of that old fifties hot rod vibe. Is, is you know kind of what I'm talking yeah. about. Um, but I mean, it's dirty. It's dark. It's trashy. It's rednecky. It reminds me of just like you said, those guys pulling up. To the Firefly home, man. I mean, and yeah. there you go. That and and as I was listening to this, I was picturing that movie in my head, dude. If I'm Rob Zombie, yes, at my house, yes, and I'm throwing like a Halloween soiree, sure. That is the band that I want playing without, by poolside or a... making sweet finger bangage to <laughs> Sherry Moon in the bedroom. Absolutely, because he's Absolutely. got the money to do that. <laughs> <laughs> but Psycho Charger is the band that I have playing poolside mm -hmm. at my Halloween soiree. You know, they're, going through this whole album, there was, what was it, 15 tracks on it? Yeah. 
the the my okay. I'm gonna go over the bad for a minute. Do you mind? Sure, sure. There's not a lot of quote unquote single power. You know, there's not like a big uh, um, uh, uh, like a like a journey. You know, uh, I well stuff like that. Journey, but, yeah, sure. I disagree, I just, but okay, 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 go ahead. But you know, but the thing is, is this this album kind of creates an atmosphere for me. Yeah, it creates this atmosphere that as you're listening to it, you're in that frame of mind, the horror frame of mind. I mean, in in you know, I happen to go check out their website, check out some of their stuff. And man, these guys have it basically pegged down for a horror fan, in my opinion. Oh yeah. If they're talking about horror. All their stuff is about horror. Their website's about horror. It's a little bit old and whatever, but, um, you know, I mean, it, maybe it, they don't have a great web designer, but yeah, okay, that's the website could be updated for sure. All I'm saying is, is that you turn it on out of the 15 tunes, you know, the, my, my only issue with this is there's a couple of, that I probably could could have done without, you know, maybe, you know, maybe twelve out of the fifteen were right. like really got me going. But the thing is, is twelve songs, you know, out of fifteen, absolute. That's pretty solid. And battle. I've never even heard about this yeah. band before. Where were they out of New York? How come I've never heard about them? And Jimmy Psycho is now in L.A. Oh, and right. he actually got a hold of me, going, "Hey, man, maybe we come out to Salt Lake City and do a show. That'd be awesome because." I mean, for for everything this band is, uh-huh. it is a one-man rodeo. Oh, is that right? He's got a lineup in New York. He's got a lineup out here. Actually, oh, no a bass player that he jams with lives in Ogden. Oh, you're kidding. So you're this th- this is one of those bands that is a one-man show. Psycho Charger he and writes the songs. Guy? Can yeah. you imagine that, Bill? Man, he, I already, I he writes all the band. songs. He does the vocal. He does the guitar. He does the drum programming. He oh, does no all the samples. He does everything. And then he's got a couple of guys that he jams with, you know, on the East and West Coast. I gave you the bad. Let me give you the good. Okay? Yes. I got the bad out of the way because that's basically all I have for the bad. Yeah. The good. There is not an ounce of pretension on this album. Yeah. These guys are who they are. And if you don't like them, they give you the middle finger. Okay. Yeah. They, they are this horror driving, rednecky, trashy group. Okay. Yeah. And I, and, and I have horror, to be, raw, kill, Billy. And I love it. And I actually do. And, and this was actually one that I'm actually, did I say actually enough in that actually? Actually, actually, you said that uh, not enough. Well, actually. all I'm saying is, is this is the kind of band that I'm going to go ahead and turn on, and it turns my my commute into work in the morning into a horrific fun time party. Dude, I'm a truck driving son of a. Bitch. Yes, you are, dude. And this is the perfect album for me driving down the freeway. Absolutely, going, get the hell out of my I'm way. St- I'm shocked that I've never heard of this band. Wow. Let me finish. Let me let me finish my goods. Okay. Goods. Um, let's see. Uh, like I, I actually wrote driving tunes because these are perfect driving tunes. Um, it creates this awesome dirty horror atmosphere. The allure of its album is that it's not pretty, it's not flashy, but it gets the job done when you're looking for horror rock. You know? Yeah, exactly. And, and, and the bottom line is, is uh, well, really, that is it. That's the bottom line. This is someone you're driving down, and if I'm listening to this, I would not be surprised if I see Otis Firefly out to the side, yeah. or Baby Firefly, or Mama Firefly. Their music know? totally lays out the paint Absolutely, and the, and the vision. Visuals to me. As I'm listening for to this, House it, of a Thousand Corpses. It took me or a couple times to get into it to kind of understand where they're coming from and whatnot. 
But I probably listened to this 10, 10 times this whole. This, Sweet, this, yeah. So, I mean, you know, the first couple of times I was like, oh, this is pretty cool. You know, I mean, the music's not that complex. You know, it, it's pretty raw, whatever. But, you know, by the time I get up to three and four, I was I was all in with this man. Yeah, I I actually this is probably it's. I mean, it, it, in my opinion, it's not one of the best that we've had on this show, but it's one of the ones I've never heard of that is going to become um, a regular in my rotation. They've got some tunes in there that you're putting into the tune machine. I already have. In fact, I've already put in twelve tunes to the. I, I have a Spotify playlist called. Sure. Best of Corpse Cast. Yeah. And 12 out of the 15 tunes came in. And you know what? It's not just that. It, you know, it, it's the way that they have their intros, their B-movie horror intros. Yeah. They're, you know, they're, you know, it's Th- just There's so no great. doubt about this band that it's like, we are, we love horror. And they're not ashamed of it, too. And, and, and a lot of times, bands that go, hey, we love horror, they can't deliver on what they're doing absolutely but these guys they do it and jimmy is the the man with that you so know, did he's you talk the, to jimmy personally he, yeah three he's the ma- he's the master brain because we're going to be man. doing this on a super secret next week yes and yeah. i am t- i mean and uh all i'm saying is is that uh for the super secret, did you see the video for bloodshot kill Rock? i didn't but i did because watch- it's got a bunch of the like not uh, you know i don't not not to knock anyone down but uh-huh horror hosts that aren't quite as huge as but they all play a part oh, no way. in the video i got so it's them it playing and it shoots away and it's got all these horror hosts from around the country i did see a, a video from uh from this album called i eat the dead oh yeah which was solved which is what we're going to do on the uh the super, super secret. secret yeah so um yeah we're going to be playing that one on the super secret in in oh man these guys it, it, it's almost like if I were to start a band right now, you're already in a band that does this, okay? Yeah. But this is the type of stuff that I, I mean, I'm so obsessed with horror and I love it so much that this is the type of stuff I'd want to do. And I, Bloodshot Kill Rock. I can and appreciate when he goes it. off and I mean, the entire, every verse of that song is him just saying a title of a horror movie. Absolutely. You know, and the thing is too, is like I said, I mean, there's not all these, uh, uh, what's a what's a big journey song? Come on, what, what's that one though? Love just a hometown Don't stop believing. You know, in my opinion, you don't have something that's gonna like. I mean, basically, it's all. I mean, there there's no don't stop believing in the, on this album. But this album is not about that. Yeah. Well, there's a don't stop believing to somebody Pardon out there that goes. Bloodshot Kill Rock. It's sure. not. It, sure, it's not Journey. All I'm saying. All I'm saying is, no, no, no. no I, listen, I love Journey. I, mean, I love Journey too. The but wheel in the sky. I don't know if that can be beat. But all I'm saying is, listen. I mean, I, and, and I don't mean that as an insult to sure. this band. All I'm saying you're is, just getting uh, weird. These, well, sorry. Well, you're getting weird on your, you know, it's your, you know, you're just getting weird. <laughs> sure. But it's I, it not, has, doesn't it have happens. anything to do with what we're talking about. But all I'm just kind of going off. It happens. That. Yeah. That's all I'm all. saying is, is this band doesn't have the don't stop believing. The one or two tunes on this album that you're, that stand apart from the rest. Sure. Is what I'm saying. Remember in like nineties alternative, they had two good songs and the rest was shit. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's not this album. This album, they is they, all good. It's almost like, it's almost like they set out to do a thing, and they do it. 
They set out to say, we're going to do this sound. This is going to be the themes of our song, and we're going to do it. If you don't like it, you're not going to like right. it. Right. Let's but just spit out. It. Let's just spit out a couple of the other albums they have. They have Horror, Rock, Hill, Billy. Okay. They have Psycho Charger, self-titled. They have Curse of the Psycho from 2008 and this from 2010. What was your favorite tunes? Man, it's like I said, I mean, it's hard to say because there was, <clears throat> it was all pretty much a solid vibe. You know, I did like the baby got a gun, turn blue. You know, baby, 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 baby got a gun. And, you know, but the thing is, is it was all really solid. And if yeah. you're into that kind of simplistic horror, trashy rock, you're going to like the whole thing practically. Yeah. So that was that it? That's, I mean, you know, I mean, I like more of it, but those my were favorite those rockers, dude. Psycho Death Machine. That's a that great one. That was my jam. I'm on the freeway. That's a great one, I'm dude. I'm a truck driving son of a bitch. And that <laughs> song came on. I said, man, that's it. Absolutely. Cars are getting rammed today <laughs> if they get in my way. Sure. I loved Blood Shock Kill Rock, yeah, that was a good of course. One. Turn Blue, 13. Have you ever heard of a artist named Uncle Piggers? No. Well, he did the voiceovers in that guy. Oh, no way. <laughs> and oh, the he, whole actually, he actually oh, cool. did the album covers for Curse of the Psycho and Mark of the Psycho. Oh, because they look pretty good. And he's throughout the whole song. Cool. Um, yeah. They call him sadistic. They sadistic. call him. Yes. Sadistic. It's like I'm driving down the freeway and I'm like, you, you have no idea. <laughs> hey, don't mess with me, people, in your Honda Accords and your Ford Escorts because one what dirty are, look and I'm going to go. What are you giving this album? I'm going to give this a buy. There was a solid buy. Um, the only reason I don't give <sighs> the thing is, is I feel like that this kind of album was fine tuned and presented to a dude like me. Yeah. I feel like I am this album's, um, you, you know, audience. You know how they make horror movies that they made teenagers rap presented like, and said, exactly. Here you go. Mike, this you're is a yours. horror movie fan. You like the kind of, you know, horror punk type stuff. Yeah. You know, we're going to wrap this up and we're going to give it to you. I don't know. I can understand why they are. I mean, Okay, I want to say this without trying to be in, insulting. I understand why they're not huge, only because they go for a specific thing. If you don't like it, you don't like it. And it's, it's not unpopular. Sure. But and that, that makes total sense. It. And I love this. A band, a band that, that caters to yes. horror. Yes. Is not set out to go, I want to be, Goddamn Maroon Five. Abs well, okay. I don't know who that you know, is. Oh, I know who it is, but, but I, I never. But heard. I'm saying we don't want to be you two. Abs. Okay, there you go. You two you know, words. Those people do it. We played with a band called Day of the. What were they called? The I don't know. Day of the Dead. Okay. And we played this show, and there's about three, two hundred people that showed up at the uh, at the club. It okay. was an all ages show. Okay. We just made enough money to pay for the expensive water and rental of the building. Oh, really? I had to walk over to this band. They're from L.A., and okay. I said, I'm sorry. We didn't make enough money to pay you. They said, hey, man, if we wanted to get paid, we'd do rap. <laughs> you know what I mean? We would do something else Absolutely. but dress in horror shit right. and, you know. And that's what it's about. Dude, that, that, 
that is very poignant. The, the thing you say that there, there is art that people do because they love it. And there's music. There's like, like Chris, Jesus and slaves was saying, yeah. man, there's the, the, the stuff that is produced that's going to hit that millions and millions of people are going to like. This is not one of it, but I happen to be one of those people that they were talking to. Exactly. There you go. That's all I, lo- I love. I am going to go ahead and give it a buy okay. as well because awesome. you know what? These guys are an independent band. They do it themselves. Mm-hmm. They press and print and do. Oh, is that right? Promote, and I am a lover of bands like that. Well, so I say in go one. out and buy this. And album. this album's on Spotify. I download now. Yeah. All their all their albums are no. not on Spotify. Why Only, is that? Do you know? I have no clue. Okay. And maybe Jimmy will call us at two zero six three three nine two seven three zero. Sure. And. You know, give us the answer to that. But yeah, they've I got love, two I, albums. I, just, I love this band. They've got Mark of the Psycho and they've got Sark, uh, Psycho Charger on uh, Spotify. The rest uh-huh. of the albums are not. So, you know, but I say bye, bye, bye. I agree. Is it, what's their newest album? Because they had one that came out after this. I don't okay. know. If that one's not on Spotify, though. But all I'm saying is, people, check this band out. I'm, I'm stoked as shit that Shane brought this one up because Shane's a music man on this show, as we all know. I'm stoked that he brought piano this. Piano man, sir. Please uh, call me piano man. Piano man. Okay, that's great. Shane did it. I appreciate it. This is something I'm going to be listening to for years and years. Are you ready for the uh, trivia challenge this week? Let's do it. All right. This is called Do the Dating Game Ooh. Psycho Edition. Chuck Woolery, are you in the house? Or shall I say the Psychos? <laughs> That have been charged. Ooh, oh wow! Oh wow! With things, I don't really feel like I'm going to do too good at this. But let's I go. I think you're going to do let's pretty go. good. Let's go. I got six questions here. I'm okay. going to ask you, like I always do, to please refrain <laughs> from spitting out. Okay. The answer until right. I get done. All right. All right. All right. Hold on. Let me <laughs> let me gather myself here. My handwriting is horrid. Sure it I, is. I, I'm sure telling you. Okay. What the hell did I write right there? <laughs> that's gorgeous. That's just beautiful. I am a, okay, I'm just going to go with it. Okay. I am a lattice kind of man. A oh. lattice, uh, just looking for love by day. Okay. I am a truck painter in the Green River area. I love escorts and prostitutes. Uh-huh. And 71 of them know me very well. Really? Oh my, is this like a serial killer in the the Green River? Psychos. In the Green River area? And I will accept whatever comes to mind. Oh my gosh. Um, can I, can I ask you a question? Sure. Actually, I have no idea. That doesn't, that doesn't match at all. I have no clue, dude. I have no clue about this psycho. Green River. That, are you talking about Colorado in, uh, Utah type area? Um, yeah. And Close. Really? And there's, and, okay, so there's a psycho from close to this region of the United States that I do not know oh, about. Oh, Lattice was ladies, man. Oh. I am a ladies kind of man. Okay. Just looking for love. By day, I am a truck painter in the Green River area. I love escorts and prostitutes, and 71 of them know me very well. Dude, I have no idea. I'm it's terrible. the ultimate, penultimate 
American killer that no one gives any credit to, Gary Ridgway. I have no idea. The Green River Killer. No way. Has killed more people. 71. 71. Wow. and, okay, I've got some notes here. Okay. Gary Edgeway confessed to 71, convicted of 48. Well, shit, that's still a nice little charge. The most prolific and the highest body count. Around here, too. Gary Ridgeway. In America. I've never even heard of Gary, him. Gary, the Green River. How about that, Water. man? All right, here we go. Okay. Here's the next one. Okay. Chicks dig me, as they should. A Volkswagen bug screams sexy. <laughs> I am what most people consider a postmodern man. Ooh. Because of my dazzling looks. Do you I ever say- need it? Shut up. <laughs> okay. If you ever need a ride, I'm your man. Did he go to the University of Utah? He very well could have. Is it Ted Bundy? Ding, ding. Turn up the radio yeah that's right that's what the university of utah should be known listen to this kids ted bundy's confessed to 30 murders and then in prison changed it to 36 oh wow that he confessed to he was executed by electric chair in 1989 listen i'm surprised that the, the if he didn't get his degree from the university of utah that they probably gave him an honorary doctorate because those savages up on the hill that's what they're all about oh look at you going <laughs> off with your all right racism i'm terrible i'm all right number three so you're one for one okay so i'm one and one okay all right number three some call me the gray man the werewolf of wisteria and even the brooklyn vampire oh wow i boast that i have had children all over the states yes oh. i like thy dinner young oh um okay i have no idea but i'm gonna go ahead i have two guesses okay albert fish turn up the radio do you know he put in like nails in he like nailed in nails in his uh cock by his coccyx possible 15 to 100 victims it's unknown he was electrocuted in 1936 i'm surprised he didn't go to the university of utah but let's go ahead and uh, move on (laughs) all right number four so you're two for one two two and one you're doing all right so your bobcats are doing okay (laughs) don't let us down now okay All 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 right i love my little mustache when I'm not shining my boots or karate chopping flies, <laughs> I am busy brainwashing millions and exterminating thousands. Are you talking about uh, Joan, uh, what's his name, uh, Jones, uh, oh my gosh, are you talking about the guy from San Francisco? Joan Jett? No, 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 uh, some Jones, uh, Oh my hell! Is he the one with the with the Kool Aid and the Flavor Aid and all oh, Jim that? Jim Jones. Jim Jones. Yeah, he's awesome. But that's no. not who. No. So he has a. Okay, mustache. Let me read it again. Okay. I love my little mustache. Okay. When I'm not shining my boots or karate chopping flies, I am busy brainwashing millions and exterminating thousands. <laughs> when you say the mustache thing, I keep thinking of John Waters, but I don't think John Waters has done the rest of that stuff. I don't know if I know that, man. I don't know. Are you taking a douse on this? Yes, or? I'm taking a douse. What was it? Can't you... Can't, karate chopping flies? Karate chopping flies. Mr. Miyagi and, and John Waters, that's the only two people I thought of. 
Adolf Hitler, your oh. your your guy what? that ran the town. My guy. Why do you say he's my guy? Why well, little mustache, shining the boots, <laughs> karate chopping flies. <laughs> hey, see, <laughs> hey. oh, I okay. uh, <laughs> Oh, that brainwashing was millions. Oh, oh, oh shit! He pro- Oh my god! All right, so you're right. two for two. I'm two and two. All right, here we go. Hey, parents, having a party? I'm your man. I love kids, and they better love me back. The worst part about being a clown is... John Wayne Gacy. Can I finish oh, my... Oh, shit. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Hey, parents. <laughs> having a party? I'm your man. I love kids, and they better love me back. The worst part about being a clown is getting blood all over the clown suit. <laughs> John Wayne Gacy. John Wayne... Turn up! The radio! All right. John Wayne Gacy, known to have killed 33 teenage boys in a six-year period from 72 to 78, 26 of which were buried in the crawl space of his house. Holy balls. What a lovely guy. Yes, we at least he at least he was trying to as a clown trying to make people happy. That's like so quiet. Dude, he I was saw, just so quiet and nice. Didn't I see a movie about that where the guy who plays uh, Hawkeye in the new uh, Avengers played him? I can't remember. It's 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 been a long time. Hawkeye but, Pierce? No, not the Hawkeye Mash? Pierce. No, yeah, Mash. Yeah, no, sorry, Hawkeye from uh, I don't know. Maybe I'm full of shit, but whatever. Let's. I got it. I'm three and two. Let's You're move three on. and two. You're winning this. All right. Here's the last one. Oh dear. And this one is very. Avant-garde, oh. as I like to say. Ooh. That I say Ooh. almost every day. Avant-garde. Okay. Okay. I say that all the time. <laughs> what you talk about, mama? <laughs> I'm not looking for a relationship right now. I have my eyes on this fine piece of ass that works down at the mercantile. Oh, She'll wish she could squeal like a pig, but it will be too late. Shut up, mama. I hear you. <laughs> oh, man. Uh- Holy crap, dude. Um, Do you want me to read it again? Yes, please. Yes, please. Yes, please. What you talking about, mama? (laughs) I'm not looking for a relationship right now. (laughs) I have my eyes on this fine piece of ass that works down at the mercantile. (laughs) She'll wish she could squeal like a pig, but it will be too late. Shut up, mama. Oh, dude, you're talking about Ed Gein. Turn up. The radio. <laughs> oh, All right, yeah, let's talk buddy. about Ed Gein Sweet, a little bit. Dude. You won the challenge. Yes, four to two, baby. Confessed to two murders, Mary Hogan and Bernice Warden. Did, work, did they work at the mercantile? One was a bartender. Oh, that's right. I saw a movie. And the other one was the mercantile. Remember Deranged? Yeah. That was about him. He had a bar lady. Kind of, there's a lot of shit. Sure, I mean, absolutely. I could have went on forever about that shit. Absolutely. The crazy part is, is okay for prohibitive costs uh constraints uh-huh. in the system sure they were only allowed to you know they only tried him for one and he was found guilty of warden's murder but you know oh. what dude he is like one of the biggest serial killers of all time sure. everyone does a movie about him he's got the lowest body count 
of I, yeah, all of them. I thought about that, but Ted Bondi is up at the top. Yeah, but the thing is, is I think that there's conspiracy. The University of Utah spent millions upon billions of dollars trying to quiet that, but I will have no more of it. Ted yeah, Bundy you know went to he did, he did more, he did more of grave digging and grave robbing right. than he Game. did killing. Yeah. You're, well, I mean, let, let, let's just go off the movies that we have offhand. Psycho, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, yeah. Buffalo Bill from Silence of the Lambs is based on him. Look, Deranged, we have tons and tons and Ted tons. Ted Bundy's a hot piece of ass. Why yeah. doesn't he have movies all over town? Be, uh, because, like I said, the University of Utah has put billions out so that people don't know about him. Very oh, Jesus. Very, very few people. You and your holy wars. I know. Holy yeah, absolutely. That's all I've got. You won the challenge. Ah, You're beautiful. the big queen of the night. <laughs> yes, queen of the we'll night. We'll paint you up in a minute, and I'll ride that, you like a hog. That is something that I cannot wait to do. In fact, what we're going to do right now is we're going to allow that to happen. Yeah. So let's play a trailer for a movie called Daughters of Darkness from 1971. Okay. Uh, let's get, I want to get ridden like a hog, and but uh, after that, we'll be right back to talk about the movie. Great. Silly tales about ghouls chased away by garlic and vampires shrinking from crosses. He kidnapped young girls and kept them chained to give blood. Blood for her to bathe in and drink. And she bit them everywhere. No. And then she pushed white hot pokers into their faces. And when they parted their lips to scream, she shoved the flaming rod up into their mouth. Stop it, blood. Beautiful red. Stop it! Worry, you're safe with me. I killed no one. Again. It's difficult to forget. Ah, you will. After a while, it'll only be the remembrance of a bad dream. And then the remains of a remembrance, more and more faint in your mind. I have seen many a night fall away into an even more endless night. Nights like last night. Who do you think I am? A kind of ghoul? A vampire? Oh, no, my dear. So many nights tumbling and tumbling away. If you think these ladies are something, wait until you meet Mother. She's something else. everybody we're back and uh, we're actually going to be talking about a movie called daughters of darkness from 1971 yeah imdb why don't you go ahead and guess what the imdb has on this i'm gonna say 2.3 uh, 6.6 oh yeah okay i'm uh i may or may not be with you on this one already but okay i've never seen this before this yeah. is something that was on the to watch list but uh, whatever, we're going to go ahead and uh, talk about it anyway, even though that uh, Shane gave it a 2.5. Now, how do you think that that just gave me away? How dare you <laughs> I'm, to, to I'm, say, oh, oh, you think you're 
I'm just guessing at the IMDb. Sure. Okay. So so that has that has no personal reflection about what this movie is. Two point two or whatever. Maybe it does. Maybe it doesn't. But right. how dare you? Let's call. go. Let's go ahead and talk about it. What do you right. say? Um, this was actually directed by Harry, a guy named Harry Kumel. And I just got to say, before we start, this was a movie, um, a, a, what was it, Denmark? Oh, no, sorry, sorry, sorry. A Belgian slash French slash German film. Yeah. Okay, so I'm going to have no chance of pronouncing the names correctly. Um, it was directed by Harry Kumel, written by Pierre Drew Out and Harry Kumel. Uh, but I'm sure that's not really how you um, say their names. Anyways, uh, this is a movie about Countess Elizabeth Bathory. Uh-huh. Okay. Do you happen to remember a song that we've talked about on this podcast yeah. that has to do with Elizabeth Bathory? Do I remember a song yes. that we talked about on this podcast? Yes. That Elizabeth Bathory. Elizabeth Bathory. Uh, <clears throat> what about ghost? Oh, yes. There you go. A ghost yeah. ha- have a, has a tune it called Elizabeth. Elizabeth in the castle. It was you love soul. that stuff. Oh, I love it Satanic so. Naked ladies. G ding much. Okay. Yeah. I love it so G-dang. much. Anyway, uh, so this movie is about a woman called Elizabeth Bathory, but I, but I got ahead of myself, but I wanted to mention it before so I could throw that on Shane. Sure. Uh, a lady named Delphine Seyrig played Countess Elizabeth Bathory. Yeah. A guy named John Carlin played Stefan. Stefan. Indeed, he did. Danielle Wimit, O-U-I-M-E-T, played Valerie. Huh. And my favorite, Andrea Rao, yeah. played Iona. Harsky. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we also have Paul Esker playing the hotel clerk and Fonz Rademakers playing mother, which, by the way, really bothers me because I'll tell you why in, in a little bit. I just want you to kind of bite your nails and stuff. And, and Okay. Yeah. And I'm, really, I'm on my, the edge of my seat. Okay. That's exactly what I was going for. Anyway, so we got this movie called Daughters of Darkness. The film opens up in a train car where newlywed Stefan and Valerie are heading out on their honeymoon. Uh, it doesn't take long before we get into the eroticism. Okay. Sure. Yeah. You know, we About got some two minutes. Got some eroticism going on. We get to know them a little bit. We find out that they must have eloped because Valerie keeps asking Stefan when they're going to visit his mother. But for some reason, one uh, we were shown later, Stefan is hesitant to make arrangements to take Valerie to go meet yeah. his mother, shall we say. Um, but what we do know is he apparently, Stefan apparently belongs to an aristocratic family who will not be thrilled about the marriage, um, or at least that's the story that he tells Valerie. Anyway, we get off the train in a place called Ostent, Belgium. And they decide to stay at this awesome hotel before they hop on a ferry and head to England to visit Stefan's mother. Um, it's the off season in Ostent and they are the only people staying at the hotel and only skeleton crew is running it, mostly just the concierge. Um, Valerie, like I said, Valerie's harping on St- Stefan to call up his mother to set up something. Um, because, uh, basically, you know, he, she's really anxious to meet his family. You know, they just got married and whatever. Yeah. And can I stop right there for a moment? Stop, to- stop it. 
This hotel that they stop at, it's obvious that these people are part of the aristocracy, shall we say. Yeah, the because, bigger, the bigger wiggers. But I'll tell you what, man, I mean, the, the, the hotel is gorgeous. It's awesome. It's, I mean, it's and, huge. And when you say skeleton crew, you mean one guy. Dude, one dude, man. One guy. The concierge is there and nobody else. Yeah. And, and nobody else until. Actually, nobody, nobody works there still, but we got Stefan and Valerie staying there. Um, however, dude, uh, oh, let me mention one thing before I go on. Um, there's one point when Valerie is harping on Stefan because for some reason she really wants to meet his mother. Yeah, and she's all about it going, you really need to call. You really need to goddamn set something up. You know, I'll even stay here. And you just go and see your mother. It's like, absolutely. She's, I don't, I, it's great. Whatever. I mean, maybe that's how rich people act. A lot of this movie, I figure, oh shit. I didn't see any pinkies. Maybe, maybe either. rich people act this way because I know that I don't act this way and I don't understand it. But then again, I'm not rich. So yeah. what do I know? Right. So, okay. You really need to go see your mother. Fuck her. She's <laughs> ugly. I don't want to see her. <laughs> well, she, she looks like uh Bernie from LA Law. I don't like it. <laughs> she she I looks like see it. she looks like Aaron's mom. Yeah. <laughs> Aaron's mom. <laughs> anyway. Oh, uh, I'm sorry, Aaron. Anyway, there there's at one point uh, that Stefan gives the the concierge quote unquote the number to his to ring his mom, but it's really a note that says pretend she's not answering. And yeah. just call the room and say she's not answering, blah, 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 blah. And of course he gives her some funny money. That wasn't real money. I don't know what, I don't know what it was, but, uh, I mean, maybe it was Belgian money. I don't know, but it didn't look like any kind of money I'd ever seen. Well, in America, it's funny money. America! Fuck yeah! Anyway, so, uh, the first evening after the sunset, another couple shows up at the hotel. And, uh, like I said, I mean, the, 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 the couple is, El Countess Bathory. Yeah. And she is this... Why don't you go ahead and describe Countess Bathory for us? Well, she is very sexy. Elegant. Elegant. You know, older, kind of, you know. She was 43 a, when she when she filmed this. That's impressive. Because she was hot as shit. When Stefan goes, oh, you're 30, 30, 30 right. 35. Right. I was going, yeah, I'm going with Stefan. Sure, okay. Um. But she comes in with her little henchmaid. Which was named uh, Iliora. And they come into the hotel, and they're like, ah. And then the concierge goes, oh, I've seen you before. Yeah, but you have not aged. But you haven't aged a day. And we find out that it was 40 years before that she yeah. stayed there. We find that out from the cop that comes in later. So isn't it convenient yes. that Valerie, Stefan, and Batore and her little hench lady <laughs> Iliora. is right. They're the only people in the hotel. In the whole hotel. We're talking like the Overlook Hotel and The Shining. It's that big. Yeah. But there's only two couples there, man. And the concierge goes, oh. I think I know what's going on. <laughs> Absolutely. And that's, and that's the whole deal. I mean, that, that's what we got. So basically the whole movie takes place in this uh, hotel, um, where, you know, we, we only have these four people. In fact, um, the Countess and Iliora take an immediate interest in Valerie and Stefan. And it's almost like she has big plans for them before they even met. Um, but like I said, we have, uh, Bathory, uh, Countess Bathory, who is, in my opinion, is gorgeous. And yeah. we have Eliora, who is double gorgeous. She's, ooh, she's probably yeah. in her twenties, something like that. Um, it's supposedly Bathory's secretary, but, um, we find out later that it may be much more than that. 
Um, at any rate, there is an air of mystery surrounding Countess Bathory. Uh, we mentioned how, you know, the, the, um, the concierge says, I, I recognize you from a long time ago, but you have not aged a day. Yeah. Uh, blah, blah, blah. So there's just a bunch of mystery, uh, um, going on there. However, we soon start to feel that there is something weird with Stefan as well. You know, he starts acting mysterious about his mother. You know, I mean, there's the whole, hi, let, let's pretend that my... That and he's got I, evil eye. He does. You know, when he hands him that note going, yes. when you answer the phone, you know, he throws some money in there with the note, but it's like, there's no reply. See, there's no reply. He's right. looking at him like, a, <laughs> I'll, I, if you were a bitch, I'd punch you. <laughs> but he was not a bitch, because I'm pretty sure that uh, the concierge could have taken Stefan in a... In a fist fight. I don't know. Is all I'm saying. I don't know about that. No, I'm pretty sure. The guy had all those suitcases under his arm. He had like 20, he was carrying 20, like 10 He suitcases. gets like seven <laughs> steps up and he goes, oh, I need you to make a call. It's like, Shh. I go, really, dude? <laughs> you prick bastard. Well, okay. So we got, we got some weird stuff going on with Countess Bathory. We got some weird stuff going on with Stefan and his mother. Um, we actually figure out a little bit later of what, what's so weird about his mother, but it never pans out to anything, which really bothers me, man. Yeah. I mean, he calls his mother. We get to see his mother and there's a whole. Was that his mother? I thought it was his dad. Well, she, well, what? No. Well, well, that's who he referred to as his mother. Holy but we don't shit. we don't get a lot of like backstories to exactly what's going on, which kind of bum me out because it's, it's like fucking Liberace. I would like to see what the deal is with Mister, you know, Stefan's mom. I don't know. And the thing is, is we never know. We we get one call with him, we see him for a minute, but we never know what's going on. That, that yeah. I mean, what that does the dad say? Something? Well, I'll be sure to let your mother know. Sure. Or something. And it's like sure. Okay. It was it was very bizarre. Anyhow, we also learned that Stefan has some kind of he's kind of some weird sexual sadist. He starts beating up Valerie with his belt. He's has a preoccupation with death and pain. Yeah. You know, and all sorts of stuff. And we also know what's going on in this region. Um there's a bunch of uh, young women who are being uh, who, who are, are being murdered in in Bruges. Exactly. There's, what was it, four ladies who had been uh, murdered or who, who have died suspiciously. And I like it because we get the whole deal. Well, there was two puncture wounds on the neck, but there was no blood. Yeah. And one of the tropes of uh, the vampiric type of movie. Um, anyhow, um, we, we like I said, we get the retired detective, one who recognizes the countess after 40 years, skulks around the hotel. He's teasing the countess and whatever and kind of talking to her. And there's this whole back and forth between everybody. But shit starts hitting the fan. Um, fun stuff starts happening, I guess. Uh, we get some fur burger. We get some hot lesbo action. I guess all... All's well that ends well. Not a ton of violence or scares. I mean, we do get some. Uh, See, I we do, call, we do get a sweet explosion at the I'm end. I'm calling you out on the Lesbo action there, and the everything was so tame and boring. All right, it here, was just like, oh man. Here's the deal. I'm gonna go ahead and explain to you what's going on. Okay. And if you are you are a knave, sir, you are a knave because this was okay. a an artistic film. 
This was I one get the, okay, where we where I, we get the comp the the we get we get the shot composition. We get the beautiful sure, we I get we that. get the back and forth between Elizabeth Bathory sure. and the way she spoke and the way it's funny because at one at one point there's a scene where they're all sitting in the sitting room in the hotel and she's talking about her supposed ancestor Erzbet Bathory and how she used to you know take the she's blood drinking of the green yogurt. You know, and yes, going on. Oh, I'm gonna tell you about this, and you know, yeah. and Stefan starts takes over. Yeah, and that was like, pretty disgusting. And he's just like, oh, and he took them, and she, he, she would hang them and then bathe in the blood, and she's she would, running her. She okay, so you got Stefan sitting in a big chair, and he, and she starts talking about. Elizabeth or, or sure. whoever the hell. Absolutely. And she's got her arms around him over the back of the chair. And she's scrubbing his <laughs> chest. And they're like getting. And Valerie's off. right there. Yeah, Valerie's his watching. Wife, his newly and, and they're like, and then they put nails through the penis and the man. <laughs> and they're just going off together. She's like, it's you guys are sick sexual... bastards. I'm out of here. Yeah, exactly. But yeah. he kind of connected with her. Yeah. So uh, the thing is, is in, 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 I'm going to go ahead and make a confession. All right. When I chose this movie, it was on my to-watch list, okay? Yeah. When I chose this movie, I figured it would be some kind of a Jess Franco movie or, um, oh, what's that other guy? The French guy, Jean <laughs> Rolin, where they have lesbian vampires and it's all very exploitative. And right. you know, there's a lot of nudity. And, you know, there's some nudity in this. Slight, you know, but there's not a ton, and we get some, ha- you know, fur burger and whatnot. We we get we get fully nude. Uh, not the way you, you know, really like, want the fur burger. Well, though. sure, no, absolutely. And but the thing is, is I was I have to admit I was a little bit bummed, even though this was a horror, uh, like an Italian, <laughs> like a sexy lesbian Italian. Uh, not, I'm sorry, not Italian. Uh, lesbian vampire, you know, mo- European movie. Right. I thought it would be way more exploitative than it was, but. After watching this, I think this was, this tried to be more of kind of an art flick, man. I wanted to like this. Look, when I put the DVD in uh-huh. and I see a nipple in the menu. That's a great point. In the menu. In the, before like the I'm DVD taking play or extras or anything else, I see a nipple absolutely. on that beautiful girl. I go, absolutely. man, I'm, I'm in. I yes. want to like yes. this movie. Absolutely. But. Man, it was slow rolling. Well, as Furburger that but, you're but seeing is just not the Furburger you want to see. Even a lot of these lesbian vampire movies, even ones that we've done on the show, are pretty slow. They're a pl- pretty slow burn, and a lot Dude, of them- I'll tell you what was the one that we saw. It was like episode two or something. Oh, it was uh, the blood splatter burn. Uh, hot. Yes, absolutely. Hot as shit, beautiful girls just like this. That I wanted to like this movie because yes, it looks good. Yes, it's got every girl in it. Yes. I would like to make love to (laughs) every single one of them. I mean, they were, it was like, I want to like this. Yes. But I'm having a hard time. Well, let's put it this way. This was a lot. I mean, uh, it's easy to forgive a movie of a slow, slow, slow burn. Slow If they've burn. got a lot of exploitative elements to yeah. it. The problem is, is this movie did not have it. And the, and the extra problem is, is that that's what I was expecting. Now, maybe, listen, maybe this is a great movie 
uh, for people who liked some kind of true cinema, because there was a lot of great back and forth. I mean, even it looked good. It Count, was it well, was cool. Countess Bathory, her the way she spoke, yeah. the class and the elegance she had. She even the wore way a vampire. Cape in that one scene. Absolutely. She's even wearing a vampire cape. And, you know, it it was about vampires. I mean, they were, we find out that they ended up being vampires and whatnot. Yeah. But the thing is, is it was all about the back and forth, the relationships between the two couples. You know, can I tell you one thing that just made me go, oh my God. Sure. Is every time it would get climactic with a sex scene or Uh a kill scene or Uh anything, they do that. It's day. It's night. They right. would do that. <laughs> Cut away, and then it's you're seeing right. the like like right right when we're about to see the good stuff. They would cut away to a sunrise or a sunset. Yeah. I see what you're saying, man. Yeah. And like I said, I did not expect. And the thing is, is there's two cuts of this movie. There's one that's 87 minutes that's cut up. That's rated R. That uh, you know, I guess the what was this rated. The, no, no, this was the 104, uh, no, no, what was that? 100 minutes. 104 minutes. Yeah. Uh, was that right? No, it was 100 minutes in like 41 seconds or something like that. Yeah. And this was the one that was uncut. We watched the version that was uncut and it just did not deliver on the yeah. awesomeness, man. There was no real, I mean, the, the themes were vampires. It was, it was, you know, may, I mean, there was a lot of themes of, uh, uh, you know, th- of, uh, forbidden, types of love and forbidden things you shouldn't do but the thing is is, and the dark camera shots too like when he finally when 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 uh batori says go in there and work him over or whatever Mm -hmm. and she goes in there it's so dark it's like you don't see anything that's going on it's like this is the perfect movie to be remade with the added hot style with the hot style yeah yeah because absolutely it just seemed to me i mean i i didn't stop watching it right but i i was just like where's everything at because you're cutting all the delicious stuff out you know blood, you know what's weird the gore the the everything you put in there, there was uh, there was very little blood as well man and there, there was, was very one little scene exp- there there was they it, it's like there it's like this was an, a perfect candidate for a great exploitation movie except for all the exploitation elements were taken out yeah and it totally. really i just didn't I, after watching this it just seemed to be slow and there was no payoff to me i totally agree with that and i you know listen i don't want to be a douchebag and i don't want to be a pervert but and there was some great acting Countess, the, the, the woman who played Countess Bathory was, whenever she was on film, she commanded your attention. Yeah. You totally. Know, and, and Iliora was gorgeous. And she was, I mean, she was so unique looking with that short haircut yeah. and all the stuff. Yeah. That I just kept saying, I cannot wait to see her naked. And you saw her naked, but it wasn't like, but the thing, the, here, here's the problem. It was almost like that one shot where she was behind the door when Countess came in the room. It's like, yeah. You only you're saw not, half of her. You know, you're not, your, 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 your big moment's going to be lying on the floor or whatever. And it's like, I just, you know, Listen, I, there were so many chances to go crazy with this and go, yeah, I, this is what it is. You ever heard the term pearls before swine? Yeah. You ever heard that? Yeah. I feel like that this movie, because it had a fairly high IMDb rating right. that potentially the problem with this movie is, is I am a swine. 
Uh, when I watch horror movies, when it is in the horror section of the video store or whatever, I want to see some horror elements or I want to see some titties and exploitation and all this stuff. Or all the above at the same time. And, and it's like, and the this problem, movie was made to do all of that. But, and it had everything Blood. set up. And, yeah. It, just it was didn't perfect. deliver. The hotel. Man, if you, if you get a movie, if you're thinking about a horror movie yes. that's set in a hotel yes. that's not The Shining, yes. that's, you're thinking sex and blood Absolutely, and death and dude. titties and, and all sorts. <laughs> it's a hotel for God's sake. All sakes. I'm saying is, is this may, this may be something that a film aficionado would enjoy. Sure. But me being the swine that I am, sure. it just was too slow. It did not deliver on what I expected, and maybe that's my fault. Maybe it's me for 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 expecting all of this stuff. Maybe you know for it being a you know a movie. You know, I figured it was it was kind of a candidate for one of those movies based off Camilla. Remember the yeah the book yeah, I, and I kind of got that vibe, but just not as delicious as those. And it movies, wasn't delicious. You know? I was like, uh, but I see that kind of connection there. And I hate know? to say it, as I'm watching this movie. It, you know, it's a hundred minutes long. I'm sitting there. I'm praying. I'm hoping something awesome's going to happen. Yeah. And besides the acting from, uh, Elizabeth Bathory, there was nothing about this movie that, well, well, actually, there was one thing that I thought could save this movie. And there was one thing that I thought was going to happen. It was with the whole mother thing, the whole relationship between Stefan and his mother. Yeah. And we don't get shit. Yeah. There was so much cutaway. There was, and there was like that. I mean, like when one of the characters go dies. Yeah. There's like literally a 10 minute scene of their the, dig of, in the uh, grave, dig in the yeah. grave, roller down. Yeah. You know, do this, do that. You know, it's like that, you're, there's so much time you wasted on doing that. And I hated that <laughs> every time things started getting juicy and you're getting go ready. to. Here's sunrise. the sunrise shot. Yeah. Here's the downfall shot. The bottom Here's line the- is, is this movie is about vampires. It is about, and it even potentially had the, you know, had the, uh, Elizabeth Bathory type of deal. And I thought it was going to go in that way. And the cover of this movie looks great and it looks like it's going there. And I, and you look at a trailer for this movie from Blue Underground, which is where we got the trailer and also, yeah. you know, uh, and whatnot. But the thing is, is this movie didn't deliver on those things. There, I mean, there was some nudity and some blood. But the thing is, is there was no more nudity and blood than like a, you know, than than a non-horror regular old movie. I think, you know? yeah. And I'm, so, I, I mean, even that. though it had vamp vampire tinges to it, there just wasn't enough going on in it to keep me interested. We never even and saw Vittori go ape shit. I'll tell you what, I wanted to see her goodies. More than anything. Yeah. Because, I mean, remember... She remember, looked really good. Let me tell you something. Remember my whole, what turns me on, what what makes me hot in the movie, the Lena Olin? Yeah. She, and Lena Olin in that movie, I don't know how she old, old she was, but she was a freaking hot, older cougar type of lady. Right. I, I was turned on by the woman who played Countess Bathory. I thought she was hot. I thought she was so classy. I wanted her to be my sugar mama. I was off and on with her, mm-hmm. but when she was in the sparkly outfit yes. at having the dinner yes. scene and you could see her figure, I was like, holy shit. Yes. 
And she is delicious. But it never, it, there was no payoff to watching the slow burn of a movie. And yeah. I don't care about slow burns of a movie. In fact, we have a movie coming up soon called The Innkeeper, directed by Ty West. It's a real slow burn. But in my opinion, that payoff in that movie dominates the payoff in this movie. There really isn't one. And we right. get a little twist at the end and we, you know, we see the story and, and whatnot. And just saying that, I will not spoil that for mm-hmm. everybody, mm-hmm. but that, Scene that last three minutes of the movie, yeah, turned this to a low rent. Well, for me, I'm giving it a don't bother because the thing is, is I mean, this kind of a movie is fine, it's great. If you, I mean, if that's what you're looking for, and maybe it is what people are looking for, but that's not why I watch horror movies. I watch horror movies because I want to be titillated or scared or sure, something that yeah. shocks. You know, if this had none of it, this had great. You know, I mean, I mean, Elizabeth Bathory, like I said, every time she was on there, she really commanded it. She had a presence on there and Iliora had a presence. And the thing is, is as I'm watching something and oh my gosh, this has the potential to be something awesome. I cannot wait for the payoff, but the payoff never came. It never came. The only reason I give it a low rent is for the last three to five minutes. Yeah, the they could have cut that. And, and, and the reason why I say that is because after. You're sitting there, and you're like, oh, my God, the trouble. Right. The trouble they're going through for this and that and Uh everything else. Uh It's like when they get in that car, don't let me hit sunlight. Right. Don't let me hit sunlight. It's like, (laughs) you know, that was like, I mean, literally the whole time I'm going, you know what? This is a do not bother. You know, and and I I apologize for picking this, man. Just that last three minutes, I said, that's a rent. That's a low. I was rent. really hoping that this would be a more erotic, a more sure bloody uh, type of thing. I, I mean, I'd never seen it before. This is the first time I've watched it. I was really hoping it would come through for me. It just didn't. Um, you know what's funny too is I watched some of the extras on the DVD before yeah. I watched the movie, and there was an ex. There, there was a. Uh, uh, well, there's a couple of commentaries, but there's a featurette, um, an interview with Andrea Rao, who played Iliora. Or Ileana or whatever. Oh yeah, and um, and she's. I mean, in this movie, she was hot as shit. Yeah, those okay. lips, dude, oh, my just gosh. make you go. <laughs> you know, and it showed some of her nude modeling pictures. You yeah. know, and she mentioned how she'd done a lot of soft core and stuff like that. And I'm just like, I'm gonna love this movie, and it really upped my expectations for this movie. Oh yeah, dude. and then I watched it, and I'm like, well, where is all that stuff? That the 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 menu. When I turned Absolutely. that sucker on, I was like, look at her. She's beautiful. Yes. I'm seeing a nipple. I'm seeing, I, I mean, I'm on board. Yes. I am strapped into you. the roller coaster and I'm going, oh, I'm ready. And then it was just so much shit. You know, it's funny. And it you know, what's like funny too is not showing you anything in that, in that intro on the DVD menu. And it was also in the movie, but, uh, you know what? Uh, there's a couple of parts that actually Rob Zombie has sampled from this. The living dead girl, you know, when she's like, what are you thinking about? Oh, yeah. That's from this. See, senor. You know, all that stuff. That's from this, man. So I'm thinking, I saw that in the, in the, in the, in the, on the menu screen. That's interesting. I'm like, oh shit, yes. But it just did not pay off, man. I'd like to pick his brain, see what he thought of it. I, I agree. That's a slow burn, but I'm jerking it all night. Well, I mean, I'm sure I could have peeled off a couple, but you know, I mean. Slango. But the thing is, and maybe it's just that I have no imagination and I couldn't do any imagining what's going on. I want to see the goods, baby. I, I, I thought that 
Batori was very sensual. Absolutely. Every time she was classy, like said, elegant. Every time she was on screen, I was just going, "Oh my god, I cannot wait to see her stripped down." Because <laughs> she had that sexual yeah thing about her, and, well, and the way she she moved her mouth, the way she spoke, the way she gazed at Stefan and yeah. and Valerie. It's like, oh, we're gonna. And get- Valerie was hot too. She the, was hot. The as girls shit. in the movie were hot, but it was just like it's not going anywhere. Right. What are you doing? Stab each other to death in the hotel or, right. you know, right. with the gay mom or whatever the hell that what, whoa, was. What? 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 That's a whole mystery. But uh, I yeah. sure wish that that would have, that, that cut part of the story would have gone more. Why is Stefan, you know, uh, why is his mother, uh, spoiler alert, why is his mother some like flamboyant dude? Like, and, and, whatever? and the thing is, is that's right out of the gate. I mean, you got a two-minute scene that's completely dark with, you know, after the credits roll, you got a completely dark scene. You don't see anything, and they're banging away. Right. And she's all about going to see the parents. Yeah. So I thought, oh, man, he's going to take her back and to the mansion did. or whatever, and shit's going to get weird. I was getting stoked like, about it because once we found out what's in the mansion, oh, he's in the he's in the green room, and he's going to, he'll take you a call there. Yeah, that would have been a better like, movie. What? What is going on here? How'd you like that weirdo? Mom we never got or whatever the yeah, hell. We never got going. any of that. I'm I don't know. Here I don't know what we're doing on. next week yet exactly, but I hope it's a lot. It's popping a lot more than this one because this one was kind of a tough watch for me. This one is a complete don't bother. I mean, this one, um, unless you are, unless you're into drama, unless you'd like to see how, how, uh, one, woman can engage you in her acting and her presence on film that and was, it's not even like ultra acting i mean no. come on we've all you know morgan freeman going california stay away from me <laughs> you know john doe's got the upper hand right you know, exactly. there's way better acting sure. out there but i will well, say but all i know is like i said she was on there and she was like okay wow i want i want her i want her but we never get her and I what, I, what, about- what I would say about this movie that gives it a low rent uh-huh. is like if you were at a place having a birthday party, like some kind of a restaurant. Sure. And everyone's sitting there going, here it comes. Oh, you're going to be excited. Right, it's right. coming. And then someone comes out with just one of those little pull trigger poppers and, and goes, Tch. right. And that's it. And you go, Oh. And that's this movie. And that's a great way to describe it, man. Yeah. Cause you get, you're, you're excited. You get pumped up. You think you know what's coming, but you never get it. You never get it. I don't know, man. I, I give this a don't bother. I don't, I, I, I don't know. I had a hard time making it through this. I was always checking the time to see how yeah, much time is left. That's always a good sign. To huh? see when the shit's going to start hitting the fan, when awesome stuff's going to happen. And I kept and waiting because I'm writing my notes down and I'm going, oh. Right now, I'm gonna I'm gonna write something down, right. and then it's gonna totally change on me. Yeah, and it'd be like, holy shit, this <laughs> right. is a buy. Nothing just didn't happen. Oh well, so there you go. Got anything else for this one? That's I'm disappointed I in it, man, because yeah. I swear to you, I thought this was gonna be hot girls, hot girls, hot, hot naked sex ladies, and with some with some, no blood, no nothing, no 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 real with wrap a big up, nothing, payoff, nothing. And there, I mean, and I'm a little bit disappointed in it because I thought I had such high hopes for it. 1971, the explosion of maybe that's know, what has no, to do a lot with it. Well, right? no, no, because I mean that's when a lot of the best exploitation came out, you know, in the 70s and whatnot. 
I'm thinking that's when this stuff was going on where, where it's going to be hot action and nothing. Yeah. So I'm a little bit bummed. Don't bother with this, in my opinion. So yeah. there you go. That's it's all a got. low, low, low. <laughs> like if you're just going, man, I want to see the movie just because I listened to Corpse Cast and <laughs> watched the last three minutes. Yeah, don't. I don't know. Just, I would say I would say go watch. Basically, if you want, go watch a Blood Splatter Bride again. Yeah, because <laughs> that was that was that is a that bone delivered. saw compared to this. That movie. delivered. It, yes. it was hot, beautiful blood, boobs, beautiful. Girl. My girlfriend. The, the chick was so my lady. Super hot. In that. She's my lady. Absolutely. That's all I got. All right, so that's all we got for the show, man. That was uh, yeah, yeah, a little bit of a letdown there at the end, but what are you going to do? Psychocharger was good. Yep. I'm stoked we had something to be getting excited about. And you beat about. the challenge. I did. three. What was it? Four, no, no, no. Uh, four to two. So yep. I win. I'm yep. just a little bummed that we end off with kind of a crappy movie. What are you, what are you going to do? Uh, go ahead and call us on the bone phone. Here's the question of the episode again. Uh, what movie do you love that is commonly known in the horror community as crap? Something that spoke to you? That doesn't seem to have spoken to many other people. The number is 206-339-2730. That is 206-339-2730. We also have the speak pipe up on corpsecollective.com. Yeah. If you're not a member of the Facebook group, I don't know what your problem is. Yeah. You I got your problems. serious problems. Go ahead and sign up for the Facebook group. That's when we get involved. I, you know what? I actually had like a couple people go. Email me on Facebook and go, I'm part of the silent majority. Mi- oh, no way. Minority or uh-huh. majority? Whatever. What is it? Pro- well, moral it's a majority. Pro- it's the moral. Sorry. Yeah. It's the they majority. They were like, hey, yeah, a girl, I'm not going to give away last names, but I'm going to say a James Ooh. and a Jesse Ooh. and a Kirsten got okay. a hold of me and said, yeah, I'm part of the secret angels, <laughs> silent angels <laughs> okay. that listen to the podcast. So well, that's sweet. Listen, if you, don't, if you don't want to sign up, that's fine, but I suggest you do it because that's where you can find us in in between episodes, I guess. Yes, I love it. All right, so I guess that's it for this episode, and uh, for the Corpus Cast, we will catch you guys later. See ya. Oh,